Welcome to episode 12 of the Inside Bite. I'm Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host Rudy. How's it going this week? Hey Tim. Hey everyone. I woke up this morning with kind of like this weird feeling in my ear and then also the top of my head is hurting. So in my experience as a doctor, I think I have some sort of ear infection, maybe, I think. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but it's really killing me. So I'm going to try to get through this and see what happens. But I, I, it's very strange. I don't know. Did you ever watch the show Scrubs? You told me about it. I never actually oh, okay, okay. never actually watched it through, though. It's this whole running bit, though, because in the show, they're real doctors, obviously, but they have a podcast right, right now. So they call right. the podcast fake doctors real friends but they always <laughs> mention now as a real doctor and then say some bull crap because they're not actually real doctors that's funny oh, okay so i tapped right into that yeah yes, yes. the thing i hate about stuff like this is like usually i'm the kind of guy who you know i'm feeling a little under the weather whatever it's fine I'll, I'll just deal with it but things like this i think you need antibiotics i think it's either i just deal with it and it really sucks in my left ear or i go to the doctor we'll see how the week goes yeah do the old uh you know, yep. one week guy thing before you <laughs> get it taken care of. Yeah, man. Otherwise, uh, things are going all right, man. I've been playing a lot of games, so that's great. And uh, how about you? Yeah, I've been playing a lot of stuff, way more than than yeah. usual. We'll get into that. You've been jumping around a, a little bit, I see. But I, I do the same thing. Yeah. I can't I can't stick with one game. It's impossible for me. So <laughs> It's been three or four days since I even played Tales, <laughs> and that was like 10 <laughs> out of 10 in my head. But right, I just, right. I don't know. Things catch my eye. <laughs> So you get the game you've been waiting forever for, and then you're like, "Oh, but this new game, I don't know, <laughs> might have to download it. So, <laughs> Yeah, it could be 10 times worse, but I just got to see what's going on with it. Before we jump into anything, I had a few questions for you here, right? So last night I was on this website and I was doing some of these would you rather questions with my daughter and my wife. It was pretty funny. So I thought I could throw a few at you and you let me know your thoughts, right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So number one. Would you rather be in jail for five years or be in a coma for 10 years? <laughs> well, I want to see which way like, you go. Still a long time. Still a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. kid would be how old is your son now? Because if I'm in jail, I can still technically see everyone That's throughout. True. But I'm also in jail. You know, my right. my booty we'll may be hurting a little bit. Yeah, it yeah, won't yeah, be an yeah. enjoyable experience. But <laughs> I'll oh, actually, I'll let you finish before I give I, you my, I my think, opinion because <laughs> the coma you don't get to you know you just wake up you don't right. even know you were in it you just wake up like, no time it's just it 10 years like no time has gone by. Right, right, right 10 years is too long outside of family like my, my life and now it's just 10 years are right. gone like i'm gonna die <laughs> 10 years earlier can you imagine yeah. you just tonight you go to sleep and 10 years it's 10 years later i'll Jeez. i'll i'll live a little in jail and do the yeah. five yeah yeah <laughs> all right so I'm glad you picked that because I, I feel the same way. I'm like, listen, man, I don't care if jail is a horrible experience for five years. I'll count it off every day. There's no way you're telling me I'm going to lose 10 years yeah, just like that. That's a, an instant. That's a no lot way. to that's, just not even experience. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we'd both be in our, in our 40s at that point. And just wake <laughs> up. Oh, man, no way. You know how many games we'd miss? Jeez. Come on. <laughs> Actually, <All right>. another <laughs> weird, uh, cool question. So 10 years later in gaming, I mean, what... Mm. Where are we at? Are we at like a PS6 and a and the new Xbox? Grand Theft Auto Five just got ported ported to the PS6. Do you think consoles will actually be gone? Oh man! In you know what? Years? I think ten years is too soon, especially with the way that look at the PS5 so far, right? The way it's selling. Look at the Switch. I don't think these guys are going to say. I'm not meaning streaming. I'm meaning like a way they build it into the TV, like even hardware no, I get or that. something. You know what I mean? I get like that. Yep. Not a, just not a box. However else they would achieve that. Maybe yeah. even 
does a stick count? Maybe they maybe they have a console where it's just a plug really something in yeah. plug and play kind of thing. I think if they could do that, yes, definitely. But I just don't see us there in ten years. I think the PS5 will last another. Let's see, the PS5 came out in twenty twenty. I'd say the PS5 will probably be wrapping up by. Well, let's see. The last one lasted from what twenty. When did the PS4 come out? Twenty thirteen. It's like different every time though. That last really one is. went on forever. Yeah, and then they the usually PS3, don't last that long. I'd say then this console will still be promoted anywhere from probably like six or seven years, possibly somewhere around there. And so, we'll get um, another. I think we'll get another. I, I mean, I really me too. That. I, that's where I'd put if I had to make a bet. I mean, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. not bet for that. I think it's gonna happen. I just think it's maybe possible. Like maybe no, there's I like th- a ten percent chance or something. I think Xbox is more likely to go yeah, that route the next yeah, time around true. instead of. Um, and I think Nintendo will do its thing. That it'll, you know, same thing it's been doing. It'll come out with some another, probably another. Do you think thing. a Switch is their next console? That's a good question. I almost feel you can't go back now. Like people love the Switch so much, they love the portability of it. I play games when Metroid I don't comes out. Go back. I don't want to go back either. When Metroid comes out, I'm probably going to play 100 percent of it on my Switch. Like I don't think yeah. I'm going to play on the TV. I just that's just how I do it now. It's just so convenient, you know, and it looks great on that you know six inch screen or whatever it is. Well, so, you got that um, Switch Lite, and it looks I got the light, better yeah. on there, even. It looks so nice on there, and it's so portable, easy. <laughs> if I had to guess, I think Microsoft would be the only ones, you know, something integrated with your TV or something along those lines. Well, they already are doing that. Um, yeah, they're, I mean, they're they coming are. out with updates to Samsung TVs here real soon, actually. I, I read something in a few months, so well, there you go. it's just so, more of that's still cloud gaming. I'm I'm more mm-hmm. wondering, like, I still don't think solution till like maybe 20 years. I mean, there's got to be a yeah. huge time difference of our mm-hmm. internet actually being up to snuff. There's too many places around the country that yeah, still have yeah. terrible internet. You know, it's gonna be a while for that. The, another question. Sorry. All right, yeah, let me give you another one. So here's one that I really liked also. So would you rather have a pause? button or rewind button in in life so just to clarify rewind easily but keep going okay just to clarify though pause would be like right now okay i'm feeling kind of tired for this podcast pause you're just everything stops i go lay in my bed i take a nap for three hours i come back on pause we continue right where we left off right nothing changes i don't age or anything like that it just everything it's almost like a pause maybe for an indefinite amount of time i mean yeah yeah same with rewind i mean you would sure. both be invincible but rewind forces it to repeat and something could change where pause you know right you know it's right. going to exactly. continue once you hit unpause yep. yeah yeah now rewind well go ahead i'll let you give your thoughts first and I'll but rewind lets me go you know back and like it's just going to be my own self i'm imagining so right. I'm rewinding, but I get to let's re- put a limit you know, on. Let's like, put a limit on rewind. How far back are we saying you can rewind? To be fair, and how far? But then how you would you put pause? a limit on pause. Yeah, let's, let's just say limit no limits. Let's say okay, no okay. Let's just say okay, no limits because both you can take <laughs> crazy advantages of. Think right, about but it. if you I mean, rewind you can... too far, then you're screwed. You can't. You can't fast forward, right? So if you're like, oh man, <laughs> I really wide. Wish- <laughs> no, let's say if four stopped because okay, you're not born yet, right? But now you have to like, I don't know, get to five or six and somehow find this remote again because you're not even gonna <laughs> know it exists. Yep, like, yep. that's true. That's true. The general premise, just being able to rewind or pause. Yeah, which one? I'm still saying rewind because even with pause, I would just slight rewind, just like ten minutes. I could keep doing that and I could just do whatever I wanted and see a different outcome. And then okay, I would I be able to figure out like, 
oh, this was the perfect outcome. And now my life's so much better <laughs> in this one moment. And I could just apply that to everything. I feel like that would With drive you crazy, man. You couldn't, you know, like, it's Tim, right especially, there the especially you, a Mr. Perfectionist over here. Can you oh, imagine? I would do it all the time. Oh, my God. you <laughs> It would take you five hours to get through uh, 30 minutes of your day. <laughs> <laughs> but see, oh, I would man. enjoy every second of it. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. It's, you know, many people trying to get exactly right, like, upsets right. them. Me, mm-hmm. I find like joy in it. It's 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 different. I don't know how to okay, explain. Fair it. enough. For me personally, I didn't even think about this more than a second. I would definitely pick pause, only because if there's something that happens in my life that I I don't like the way it goes, I personally it would drive me crazy. I would keep trying to fix things, and maybe you know you go back and you fix things, you mess something else up, you know, and you keep going over and over and over. Like me, pause. I just think of all. Do you know how much? better I would feel if, you know, I get up at six in the morning, I go to work all day, I come home, the kids have to do this, this, this. Do you know how nice it would feel if I could just pause all that? Yeah. I could just relax, no kids, nothing, do what I like to do, play games, take a long nap, whatever you want to do, right? And then just resume. Like I would be like the kids would be like, Dad, are you okay? Why are you so happy to pick us up and <laughs> do all Oh, I'm feeling great, kids. Or, you know, I don't know. I think that would be awesome. I so. just spent two years doing random bull crap. <laughs> yeah, no or, idea. Yeah. or your family starts driving you crazy. You, you take, uh, you know, six months by yourself. You come back. I'm so happy to see you guys. Pause, you like kick them right in the balls. And <laughs> oh just... <laughs> it's like Zelda. You build up, you just kick them 10 times, and then they feel all the pain. <laughs> Screw you, dad. <laughs> all right. All right. Wait, I got, I got yeah. one, one last one for you. It's not even on here. It's just one I thought of myself all right so would you rather be able to teleport anywhere in the world right but every single time that you teleport you lose two days off the end of your life right or would you rather be able to fly indefinitely but the thing with flying is it's like running right so if i said tim uh run a mile right now okay could you do it sure but you're gonna be sweaty you're gonna be tired it wears you out wind it it wears you out right so if i wanted to fly if i'm like all right i'm gonna fly to you right now It'd probably take me a week or something, you know, because I I probably fly for a while, stop, fly. You know what I mean? So that's how it okay, works. So yes, okay. you get tired, you get sweaty, okay, okay. winded, just like running. So, but remember, teleportation two days off your life. Every I time. just can't do the whole two day you're off every time. <laughs> it would make me never want to use it, <laughs> yeah. and so I might as well pick flying. Yeah, I I think I would pick flying too. But man, the whole aspect of like, oh man, if I wanted to. Once a year, go somewhere and you teleport. I think but- you need to lower the two days because even even something <laughs> like six hours would still be kind of like iffy, but I may yeah. or may not do it. But sure, because you could treat it like, OK, I could get on a plane and fly and it'll take me six hours to get there or I could teleport. But six hours pass. That's true. But you could do it from you teleporting next door to you teleporting across the world, but they're both going to be six hours. I see. So maybe we could tweak it to be like, uh, depending on the distance, maybe it affects you more yeah. or less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what you would, that would be more interesting. I personally think the flying thing would be awesome. Like you get better and better at it. I would able, still do that, the flying. I think I would be excited to, to get better at flying. Unlike running. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I hate running. What benefit do I get outside of being in better shape or something? But right. obviously flying would be way more fun oh God, and way more interesting. You know, oh, anyway, so cool. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to throw a few of those out there. It makes me think of the flying thing makes me think of Invincible, you know, the comic and the TV show, because in that show, they do such a good job of making him actually improve. Like from the beginning yeah, of the comic yeah. to the end, he's actually significantly better at flying. He's going faster. Like they, they do it so well. 
Now, in your dreams, how does flying work for you? Because like, <laughs> it works for me pretty weird. Okay, let me hear. Let me hear how it works for you. I have to almost like, not like flat my arms, but I kind of <laughs> have to like jump and kind of push like <laughs> up. But it's because I'm pushing wind or something. It's almost mm-hmm. like a mental thing, but my body also needs to get like some momentum up I as gotcha. I'm going. So I'm kind of doing kind of like push off my feet. Even when I'm in the air, I kind of push my feet out and then I kind of go okay. and like I need momentum with my body pushing against the stuff around, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though I'm not on the ground. I picture having a running start, yeah. first of all, which I feel like they never do that. They just kind of like take off. Yeah, I feel like you need a running star and you'd ha- kind of have to you'd probably, you know, you probably jump a few times and, and fall back down and you'd have to get, you know, a good third or fourth jump. And all of a sudden now you're kind of slowly gliding. Do up. you ever do the beginning where it's like <laughs> you're coming in and out and you got to like get it where you're good? <laughs> yeah, okay, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's okay. always like a gradual thing. It's, it's never like a take off and you're gone. <laughs> Man, that would be so freaking cool. No flying for us. All right. Well, let's start with the fact that Nintendo Switch has now finally Actually, you might maybe you can clarify something for you. They've added Bluetooth audio compatibility for their Switch, which I know this is forever, and I know Nintendo's Nintendo, but I was very excited about this. I tried it out right away. I hooked up my headphones, and I have these little Galaxy Buds that I literally use like ninety percent of the day. I always have them in. I'm always using them, so it's awesome. Like I thought that was a great feature. Do you put both in or one in? I'm always putting one yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. No. Same here. Almost always have one in. Yeah. Almost always. Even at night, if I'm listening to something. I'll like lay on Same. my left side Same. and then put one in the right, you know? Um, and every every morning when I get up, I'm always <laughs> like looking through the bed. Where's my headphone? I tried it out on the Switch and I couldn't tell if there was maybe a sl- slight latency with the sound. Maybe. It felt fine. But when I was really focusing on it, I think like I was playing Bravely Default. And I think when they were speaking, it's like not even so a second. Less than that. Where, where maybe there was cause like latency little... and some don't. So you really need to try a different ones. Um, I tried gotcha. two out. One gave me slight okay. delay. The other didn't. So and then I started looking into it and saw a lot of people okay. saying okay. that. Which you would think the Galaxy Samsung Buds <laughs> wouldn't have it. But I think it's because <laughs> the Bluetooth and the Switch yeah, is yeah. like a low, you know, what? 2.1 instead of the four they're at or something. Right, right. I don't think it's that these headphones are not advanced yeah, I enough. I think it's probably the opposite end, yeah. you know, because these things obviously have no latency. I have no latency on my phone or tablet or anything like that. But wait, now, at first I was joking like, oh, Nintendo's so far behind everything. But the, the other systems don't have this yet, do they? Xbox is fine, whatever, because it's technically Windows. You yeah. always got to remember that. It pretty much works with whatever. But PlayStation, you have to have a PlayStation only you have to buy the Sony brand headphone and then it works. So why are people clowning Nintendo if Sony hasn't done it yet either? Aren't they both like... I know it's way late, but hey, at least it's freedom. Right. It's there now. Yeah. That's why I didn't understand seeing people online complaining that day. I'm like, guys, I understand if you were complaining leading up to it. At the moment, I'm just hyped to use it. Right. They complain about everything. That's the internet, you know. Oh, of course. Yes, People leading yes. up to it. Why hasn't Nintendo done this yet? I'm with you. That makes sense. <laughs> but the day it happens, why are you mad today? That's <laughs> that's what I don't get. But Oh, what I'm also curious, and I didn't look it up or try, does other Bluetooth devices work? So what we found sure. out, though, the controller's been Bluetooth this whole time. So it technically has been able to support Bluetooth. They just weren't wanting to enable it. So Nintendo's doing that Nintendo dumb family crap, mm. I think, of them trying to, like, overlord us, you know? Yeah, what... 
So they do a firmware update, and all of a sudden we can do Bluetooth. This is like when they say, oh, yeah, this is not right. possible, and then all of a sudden it's possible. It was possible the whole time because I've been able to connect like my Switch controllers to my phone and stuff. It's, it's definitely Bluetooth. Yep. Well, whatever. I'm glad it's here now, so it is what it is. But anyway, another update is the PS5 firmware update. So we got the SSD expansion slot is now out of beta and plus some other changes, which are you can Thank now tell the difference you. between PS4 Thank and PS5 titles you. right from the moment you highlight a game. <laughs> Like they eventually added it where you could hit start and view it, but even before that, that wasn't even. Oh my god! When I got the Ghost of Tsushima uh, expansion, I was so confused. I'm like, I download this whole thing that I thought was the PS5. When I go to play, it says PS4. I'm like, what? And then I go download the PS5. It's just, let's see what else. New controls for screen reading functionality. Okay, that's great for whoever. I I mean, I don't personally use it, but I know any accessibility stuff. Yes, they need to do. Yeah, Uh, 3D audio for built-in TV speakers. That's great, but. Let's be honest, are most gamers really using the speakers on their TV? Now, this says TV, but this is pulled off their website, but people have confirmed it's also for surround sound as well. So do know, like, because in the past it wasn't really okay. like true 3D audio, even if you had speakers that could support it, now you can do so. Gotcha. It was only just the headphones. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. That's that's good. Yeah. It was the head, the particular headphones, I remember. Okay. Uh, then we got preferred resolution selection, either 720p or 1080p for PlayStation Now streaming. So wait a sec, I'm not. It was only 720, so now the you case can before, do a 1080 dude. option, which is great. Uh, I really want to try it now because my biggest problem that's was awesome. was resolution. It just looked really bad. But I know most PS3 games were sure. 720 anyway. It's just too hard to go back to 720. Yeah. Like, okay, if I'm using Xbox or PC or any other yeah. device. I'm getting better resolution when I'm running an older game. So in PlayStation Now's right. instance, you mm-hmm. really you're getting the frame drops, you're getting the same resolution, and you're like, this is gross feeling. Like, even if it's like identical <laughs> to the original experience, I kind of I don't want the original experience. I I, I need it to sure. be a little better because I got better hardware. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I always unless you completely mess up the new version, I'd always prefer. Exact same game. It just runs better because it's better hardware. Right, of course. That's all I mean. So anyway, it's 1080 now. I really want to try it. And hopefully this changes it for me where I'm like, okay, this is this is a lot more playable. But I'm still worried about because my favorite game, all I'm trying to play is Microsoft 4. But Microsoft 4 has horrible frame rate drops. Like it's in the early 20s most of the game. So even if I got to play in 1080, I don't I still don't think I'm gonna to enjoy it. They need to bring those over to the newer consoles. That would be great. I would love to replay all those games again, man. All right. Then next we have audio, excuse me, auto video capture for personal bests. I know in the past when I, you know, I play a, a Souls game or Bloodborne, I do this crazy boss fight. I'm like, that was awesome. Yeah. I press the share button, automatically save the last 15 minutes, then I'll go trim it. So now this is just an auto thing. This is like shadow play or something. Tries to d- figure out if you if an awesome moment happened or not right. i want to actually see this in practice and right. try to okay. figure out like okay <laughs> how would it know exactly same what's good and what isn't only thing they can tell is when you get a trophy which i remember i used to always get these stupid pictures of yeah. all my trophies i still haven't turned that off but i need to because i'm going through and deleting all those and yeah, yeah. i turned it off I, I got tired of them i don't don't really care about this. I mean, more power to people who love the trophy chasing, but how do you treat trophies? Yeah. So this is how I do with trophies. Okay, let me give you an example first on a game that doesn't have trophies. Like think uh Breath of the Wild, right? I was enjoying that game so much that I just naturally felt yeah. like doing every single shrine, doing everything. And it just kind of happened that way. And I didn't have anything that says, hey, here's your trophy, but whatever. I felt good about it. 
now when I play a PlayStation game, the only Platinums I have are Bloodborne and Ghost of Tsushima. Bloodborne was because that, that game is just one of my favorites. I was loving it so much. There was like another dungeon. It didn't feel like you're doing tedious things to get the, the trophy, you know? And Ghost of Tsushima was the same thing. The most tedious thing was like, oh, kill this person this specific way. But it really wasn't that crazy, you know? Once you start asking me to kill this many people uh, this specific way or get all the collectibles like in Psychonauts or something, like I can't. That's that's too much. It's too much for me, you know? Okay. I don't care that much, you know? I have two Platinums. And so someone who is yeah, a trophy yeah, chaser yeah. would probably look at my profile like, look at this new. I may know? not even have one. Really bizarre when people play games they don't even enjoy just because to get another Platinum. That's so weird to me. I can't wrap my head around that. Like you're literally playing Barbie's Playhouse Adventure because you want a platinum trophy. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. So then we have an enhanced game base with new controls for party and chat. Now, I remember when I first got my PS5, I saw game base and I was like, what even is this? But I understand now, obviously, it's like, you know, control certain parts of it there. I haven't looked myself yet to see what the updates have been. But for party and chat, I mean, always useful to improve that stuff. Um, I did want to talk about that because... I find it super annoying, the game base, because it throws too many things into that same category. I want them split. Like, I want my party chat split right. from other things. Like, I, I don't even know what all it throws into it. It's strange how they categorize it, but whatever. I'll have more insight on this stuff, obviously, when I boot up my PS5. Because I want to check some of these updates out. So, okay. Then we got PS app, remote play, and screen sharing updates. So, speaking of, we were talking before we started recording about... Um, you know, ever since I've created my internet, I want to give some of this stuff a try again. So I'm actually going to, now that we're talking about it, I'm going to install the PlayStation Remote Play app on my computer again. And later today, I'm going to give it a try for my PS5. To switch topics a little bit, we have some info on Tales of Arise uh, sales so far. So it breaks franchise records. It's a hits 1 million sales milestone in less than a week. Now, what I was saying was, I know 1 million sales is not like something crazy for these big games, but... I think it's pretty big for these JRPGs, right? Because number yes. one, I know you're a huge JRPG fan. You're a bigger JRPG fan than me, and I think I'm a huge JRPG fan. I love these games, but one they don't million get enough... in one week is almost yeah, I mean, heard of and the that's genre. great. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, like if The Last of Us did that, it's like no big deal. But for this to do it, that's yeah. pretty big, and they don't get enough attention. I feel like a lot of people who love RPGs, like Western RPGs, they just kind of ignore these games because they, in their head, they immediately think. It's the same tropes. It's the same thing over and over and over again, which it's not really the case at all in a lot of these big ones. But most importantly, why aren't these developers bringing these games to PC more often? Honestly, because they would sell so much more. It yeah. just it just gives them another. And bump. anytime they do, uh, you know, whenever you see a big JRPG on Steam, it sells a right. ton. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, remember when they brought Persona Four uh, Golden yeah. to Steam? It was like the highest selling for a while there and make it a good port don't be lazy with the port right because you can't put out tales of arise on ps5 and xbox series x and it looks great it runs great and then do a lazy port and then you're like why isn't it selling on pc right yeah I, now tales of arise is good i'm playing on pc and it's an incredible port awesome, so they, they, they did no problems there but usually good. yes um we have problems like that all the time japanese for some reason aren't big into like pc gaming yeah yeah but i mean they don't even really want consoles in their home so it makes That's sense true. they, they just true. like portable and mobile and they're all about that so i mean i say it all the time but one of my favorite games ever Nier automata has a really bad port on steam they just recently fixed it and apparently it's still not 100 percent travesty that that you game have to download mods i think it's oh, like this fake girl so, mod so it there's like the runs far 16. mod I, I can't believe a game like that that you know has sold a lot and people really love it that they don't fix so any of the, a lot of these japanese games don't get the attention they deserve so i'm glad i'm glad to see it's doing well i'm yeah. definitely gonna get to that game eventually 
Dying Light 2 Dying Light got 2 delayed. delayed to 2022. This game, I don't mind it getting delayed just because I have so many games, but I am super excited to play this when it does come out. Because, man, I really love the first one a lot. thought it was great. It's more of, and I was saying last week, but it just still keeps happening. The amount of games oh that God, we're apparently going to get in 2022 is going Stacked to be insane. Up right now. All right. What else we got? Disney and Capcom are reportedly in communications to bring back Marvel vs. Capcom 2. That's pretty big. People love those games. Yeah, it's technically just all rumor. No one has said anything official. Outside of one thing, they acknowledged that they saw all the stuff blowing up of Marvel's Cap. It was free Marvel versus Capcom 2, I think was like the hashtag. Right. Maximilian, dude, if you know who that is. Yep, yep, I know. He's who's been like champion that hardcore. <laughs> I don't awesome. know if he started or not, but he's he's been behind it huge. Blew okay. it up. We know that they see it, okay, basically at this point. So... But that isn't the the rumor is that they actually are talking about it. But we know for sure that they at least know that it's going on and they address that they saw okay. that kind of situation. All right. Well, hopefully that that comes to fruition because I I because I you have to have Disney game. because of Marvel, obviously. Of course. Yep. Yep. I think it would be awesome if they bring that back and then they test it out, see the interest level, and then maybe come out with a new one. I mean, that'd be yeah. That'd I want a new cool. one. It's just the last one. I want to say it's called Infinite. I can't remember Infinite. what it was called. Yeah. That was what it was. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, it didn't do as well, right? People didn't like it. It wasn't much. good. I'm telling you, that it was sucks. not. It was really weird. That's too bad, man. Especially when they have a game people love that much. I should say a, a series people love that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, and then we have new Wipeout game called Wipeout Rush is releasing for smartphones in 2022. This might be a game that I could see playing on a smartphone. It might be like a fun game to play. I'll try phone. it out, but I'll yeah, give it a shot. I, I mean, I still just would rather have a new Wipeout game. Of, of course, of course. But I'm just thinking in my head, like holding your phone sideways and, you know, maybe get some, you know, back Racing's and forth. Racing's not that like bad, that. Um, yeah. even with touch. Yeah. yeah. But forget about Wipeout because we got <laughs> Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which the more and more I see this game, the more excited I'm getting about it. Here's all the confirmed characters we have so far, which is this is just awesome. I just feel like I'm a kid again seeing all this. We got Helga from Hey Arnold, Danny Phantom, Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob, Zim from Vader Zim, Nigel Thornberry. From the Wild Thornberries, Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles, Leonardo and April O'Neil as well from there, and SpongeBob. Oh my God, there's way more. Patrick from SpongeBob, Reptar, Reptar, Jesus, <laughs> from Rugrats, Lincoln Loud and Lucy Loud from the Loud House, Oblina from Our Real Monsters. Wait, remind me which one Oblina is again? Oh, it's the girl with the black and white. She looks like a little. Oh my God, how do I explain this? She's she, no, no, no. I, I got it. I'm gonna show you right now. Ready? I'm gonna show, I'll show you right now. Look. This hold on, this girl right here, the white okay. and black. Yeah, now, I the remember most, her. Yeah, she's yeah, she yeah, was yeah. the main character, I guess. If there yeah, was yeah. to be one, it'd be her. If there was right. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that's pretty awesome. She's. I hope the other guys, the guy with the his hands up holding his eyeballs. I want. Yes, him I want the too. eyeball dude. Yeah, He's yeah. awesome. God, man, it's been so long since I saw that show. Just bring back memories. Um, <laughs> all right, we got Powder Toast Man. That's awesome. Out of all that of is them, pretty, that's that is pretty, pretty awesome. niche. <laughs> Ren. Stimpy, obviously, all from Ren and Stimpy. How do you say this? Ang or Ang from Avatar The Last Airbender? I'm not sure. I don't know. That's cool that they have even that show in here. Korra and right. Cat Dog. Cat Dog, man. What a what a great show. So this is awesome. I'm getting I'm starting to get very excited about this. Do we have a release date or release window? I was excited, got more excited because the characters, but once I actually saw the gameplay, because mm-hmm. like a lot of these, okay, it's like some cheap flash game you can play whatever character cool but it's never actually anything good 
this looks really good. Like for real. It does, it, it does look like, really cool. It looks like something I would definitely play. I, I want this game. This looks awesome. I can't wait. And I'm looking right now. I, I just see. watched a Patrick Starr highlight video <laughs> going over all his moves and stuff. And oh, he's really man. basic, but he seems pretty strong. Like I, I may <laughs> I may be Patrick Starr. I, I, I can't wait. Uh apparently there's they're confirming uh October release date, so not too far. That's very cool. I didn't know it was that soon. Oh, October. yeah, I didn't know that either. Okay. Yeah, they put an update out. Nice. Game Informer recently spoke with the CEO who confirmed the October 5th release date. Actually, there you go. Yeah. Got that, exactly dude, that's, that's very soon. Okay. That's very cool. So super excited about that. Play that um, a lot. Is that is that all systems? You know what? Let's see. Because, you know, it's going to be kind of cool having PlayStation or Xbox having like a Smash Bros type game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which they had here. Brawlhalla. I don't like that. I thought no, I didn't I don't think like, that was I don't good like at all. Either. I don't know what I don't know what I should get this on. I assume I'll be playing it with my friends out on the big TV, so it'd have to be Switch or PS5. But I feel like Switch would well. It just depends, I guess. I almost want it for a different console, just for I know the sake of like, oh, I'm playing on. Can we can we play I this guess online? PlayStation? Because if we yeah, can play this online, with definitely online. Might... That's the whole point. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that well. excited if it was. Ooh, you know what? Online. Listen to this. The game supports local and online multiplayer for up to four players with the game's online functionality u- utilizing rollback netcode, which is way better. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to grab so, this. So I mean, PC you realize too. rollback. Right. It doesn't matter what you're seeing. Basically, the network is just reading your inputs and going along with it anyway. Mm-hmm. So yep, you yep. know you're always good. Um, it's, kind of I, I think rollback is so much better. Yeah. When they did it with uh, the Slippy mod, you know, for, for yeah. playing Melee Online and all that, it's oh my, it's it, incredible. It fixed it. Yeah, it changed yep, the game. Yep. So. so this is very exciting. I didn't know we were this close. So we'll definitely... I'm sure we'll start doing some online matches for that when it um, comes out. I watch Hungry Box, which is a really big Smash Bros. Yep, yep, uh, player, but I watch him all, his videos all the time, and he's been going on about this game, and he's really <laughs> hyped. I like he's That's awesome. He was joking at first, but he actually is now serious now that he saw the breakdown <laughs> and saw how it all played. I mean, you can Dude. wave dash like for real. <laughs> that is so cool. I, I <laughs> can't wait. I, I, I can't wait for this, man. Super They're excited. actually embracing the game, like yeah, yeah, not in a sarcastic way either. Right, they actually right. are like, oh wait, this is actually good. And they're gonna appeal to, I'm sure, younger kids. I'm sure I'll hear the students at school talking about these this game. And then they're also hitting people like us who grew up with these characters and exactly. are, you know, like like Smash Bros and fighters and things like that. So. This is uh shaping up now, to be something pretty Now, out of all characters, Cat Dog looks the most OP. I just no, have to say, Cat Dog, man, God, <laughs> I showed my daughter the Cat Dog intro the other day. It was on uh one of these streaming services. Can't remember which one. Cat anyway, well, yeah, it, in the world she's, like, she's like, what is this? I was like, just stop, just listen to this great song, right? <laughs> and we're gonna watch an episode of this show. My God, <laughs> you ever watch so, yeah, Two we'll Stupid Dogs? That was Cartoon oh, Network, but yeah, I think so. I think so. Back anyway. in the day. Another one that can't, comes to mind is the the beavers. Was it Angry Beavers? Uh, Angry Beavers, yeah. Angry Beavers, yep. That was another that one was that popped out of me. That needs to be on here. Why is that not yeah. on? Yeah. Well, Angry Beavers is definitely the Nickelodeon, right? Yeah, I think we mentioned all. I don't see any other characters. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's one. maybe it's Cartoon Network. Maybe it's not Nickelodeon. Well, it says the game is set to launch with 20 playable characters, which we mentioned, with two additional characters to be added shortly after release. Additional characters are set to be released as downloadable content. Yeah, that's cool. So there we go. 
Awesome. We'll keep an eye on. No, that. for real, guys. Keep watching yeah. this game. I, we're gonna, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. I don't care what anyone else does. I'm, I'm playing. No, yeah, I'm same here. We, we're going to do like some streams or something playing this game because it's hilarious, probably. Okay, so I guess that wraps up the news. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that game for sure. Seriously, I was excited about it, but I think I'm getting more excited as we get closer. And now that I know that October 5th, I mean that's what, a few weeks away. So I'm pretty pretty excited for that. So. Anyway, I'm sure we'll talk more about that when it comes out, see if it lives up to our expectations. It doesn't even have to be amazing, you know? Give me a, a somewhat decent, fun brawler with Nickelodeon characters. I'm in. The other kind of like Smash clone thingies, they right. all just felt like too weird, though, and yep. too cheap. Yep. I do need it to. I guess it doesn't have to feel like Smash Bros, but it can't feel cheap either. But this is right. just straight up copying Smash. So cool. Yeah, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But that game Brawl Out didn't do it for me, even though they me were trying either. to do wave dashing and everything. I tried it out. wasn't doing it for me. So. It felt dumb. Mm-hmm. Cheap. Anyway, why don't we uh, start with you then? Let's see what you're playing or watching or. Yeah. So I have been playing Tales of Arise. I am. I want to say seven hours in, maybe even okay. eight. I thought the game looked pretty in the beginning. It seems <laughs> like every new location just looks better and better and better. And That's what's awesome. funny is I remember watching a guy that I watch on YouTube say that same thing. As I've been playing, that keeps ringing in my head. I'm like, man, he couldn't be any more right. Because it starts like fire, rock, location thing, fire bursting out. It's it's pretty visuals and all that. Then it goes to like a snow area. But now I'm actually getting like super greenery foresty stuff and it's mm. very vibrant and really pretty. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize the game look this pretty and you don't That's get awesome. to realize it till you see such environments, you know, because I mean, it was already looking like one of the coolest artistic approaches I've seen in a game, but it still is just keeps impressing me as it goes. So right off the bat, what I first think is just, wow, this game really is one of the most visually pleasing games you'll sure. play. I remember seeing it at first. I thought, I was like, I've always liked the Tales games, but I haven't always loved their appearance. Yeah. But this one, this one draws me in. Like, I kind of really like uh, the art style, how it looks. The character designs look really cool. Like that, I don't know anything about the game, but that main character with like the thing over his eye and everything. Yes, I was yeah. like, oh, this looks really cool. Like I could, I can get with this. So, so I mean, it's not like it spoils anything because everyone have seen, but in the beginning of the game, you are iron mask it's over your whole head and then mm -hmm. one point in the game someone breaks it off of you but some of it still remains on your head you can't ah, seem to get it all the way off i see but you get to see a lot more of his face once that breaks off but in the beginning like you can't see his face at all it just completely covers his whole head it's a whole thing with the character the story though is i don't know it's very mature it's meant for adults playing it you know like Kids would not understand what's going on. It goes into deep, deep stuff like um, seriously, actually dealing with slavery <laughs> and seriously yeah. dealing with like, and they don't, they're not light like on it at all. They, right. they try to hit it as hard as they can, like on purpose. They're, it's not like a ton of cursing. I mean, they curse in the game, but I just meant right. like the tones that they try to portray all of these like life lesson-y things. Don't yep, feel yep. like child's play life life lesson stuff. It feels like they're really trying to get you to cry as you're playing. Like real I see, talk, I see. But yeah, I yeah. can't. I can't wait to play the game, man. Very serious stuff happens that I can't. Gotcha. There's no way I'm. I'm even. Of course, yeah, spoil it. I'm. I'm just yeah, yeah. really trying to be realistic with myself. I'm like, no point in me starting two hours of Tales of Arise and then I'm playing three other games, right? So that'll be a game. I'm sure 
maybe come like Christmas break or something, maybe I'll jump into it, you know, when I have some time. It's not just a matter of like, I mean, there's going to be deaths in the game, okay? There's deaths in many things. That isn't what makes it hit hard. It's honestly, there's way bigger hitting moments in the game that you almost wish the character could die kind of situation. Right, right. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, the combat system. When you played the demo, I was a little worried because it was really fun, but mm-hmm. I had no grasp on it. I mean, it teaches you in the demo, but you have like, they throw you right in the middle at like level 35 with like seven or eight characters. And I felt it was kind of playing itself and was gotcha. a little too easy or whatever. I didn't realize it's actually really hard. I <laughs> think they could have even over leveled you for the sake of the demo. So you could try Probably everything. Don't want to turn anyone off, you know, right away. Yeah. Off, yeah. Off the game. But I'm telling you, it is way harder than I was expecting. Okay. Another thing though, is what I was worried about switching the characters you can do. Like, so in the game, even in the beginning, I was worried because I played the demo, you can do specials at any moment. So any of the arts think like Telsymphonia, you yeah, know, it like yeah. wastes your CP. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that in this game. You do have oh, CP, okay. but the CP only accounts for like killing arts. Uh, if I do like Tiger Claw or something like that. Oh my right? God. I remember all those funny names. <laughs> uh, it doesn't waste CP at all. They're all just cooldowns. I see. And then you can even do like the special like combo of like different characters coming in and that still doesn't waste CP. Oh, okay. It seems to only be healing a resurrection or hmm. maybe a healing a status effect even. I'm glad they did that at least. So you don't abuse it, right? You know, yeah. keep healing and, and resurrection. And then people. you can also die in battle and then your CPU will drop a ton. And then you can keep going, but uh, you have an overall CP pool for all characters. I see. So, and that will eventually you die and it drops and then it hits zero and then you're screwed. So it's almost like that's your actual life bubble. Gotcha. If your partners keep dying, they're taking away from your pool total. Your AI yeah. Characters, yeah. I yeah. See. How are they? Are they actually useful or are they stupid? In the, in no, the no, game? no. They're, they're actually really good AI. Okay. okay. They've helped me a ton. I mean, anytime I need to be healed, they heal. Anytime I need to be res, they res, stuff like that. I, okay, I haven't great. had any issues with that. It's actually been surprisingly good. That's awesome. I love when they actually do a good job with that. But of course, at any moment, you can just manually do it. I like to manually use like because I'll buy a lot of healing items. They're actually pretty... It's pretty hard to actually get money in this game. Okay. I still overly buy healing items because I'm so used to so many other games to where like, what, I'll be like times 99 by the middle of the game on like a healing item. In this game, there's no way that'd be possible. You're buying 10 healing items and you've used all your money that you gathered for the last hour. So you, I probably shouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but I have too many healing items. But what I'm saying is I'm using them in battle before I use my CP because I... I'm realizing when you're going into an area and you're going to be going for a while, let's say a dungeon or something, right? you only have that pull and then you're pretty much done. So I I want to use my items before they use their CP. You can't regenerate it as you're going through a new area? You can with items as well, but they're Uh, crazy expensive. Crazy expensive. There's no like a a bench or a tent or something like that. Ah, I see. Okay, that's more challenging. So that's like the challenge of it is like... Now, what they'll do is right before a boss battle, sometimes they'll throw where you can full heal everything. But that's Uh, the only thing that I've seen. There's nothing otherwise. 
Okay. I guess you could go all the way back to town and then go through it all again, but you're still going to be in the same boat three-fourths of the way through. I'm purposely trying to use my items before they use the CP because CP is so important. But I see. I'm saying all this to get around the point of it's actually challenging. It's super fun to play. The AI is smart. It looks, everything is nailing. And That's I'm sitting awesome. there thinking like, I mean, Psychonauts, really, I really would give it a 10 out of 10. I think it yeah. did everything perfectly for me and all of that. But I really, I have a feeling this game is going to topple it like that because only because of how story really does hit me a lot yeah um, Sakonot story is is good but it's meant for like okay if you're younger you're not going to get all what's going on with this game I don't even know if I would want a younger person playing <laughs> like I right, don't know if I'd right. want my kid playing it because it, it it's a little mature yeah, yeah. okay all right, so, well, I'm glad to hear all those good things about it man definitely looking forward to getting to that one eventually no more heroes three uh, I've been playing it. I'm a few hours into that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I mean, this this isn't something you can really recommend much. It's it's weird. Um, really, really weird. It but does it, look very, it, very weird. <laughs> it hits all the right things. For, I love all the weird, crazy stuff. Sure. And super vulgar, super sexual, blood everywhere, screaming the F word probably <laughs> like 10 times in one minute sort of right, situation. Right. <laughs> Slicing people's heads off and blood just <laughs> pouring out. <laughs> I mean, there's a moment to where one of the main villains, like they're all sitting in a boardroom and he just shoots out these like tentacles with spikes at the end that go through the heads of every person on the (laughs) conference table. Him and one guy left, you know, but it's so gruesome and how it visually portrays like their deaths. Like it it, like zooms in right on their faces as it gets pierced. (laughs) I got I got to look up some of these animations. That sounds crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. It's crazy cool. And then I've been playing Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I'm trying to basically play more Switch stuff recently because sure. I haven't been having in a long time. Yep. Now I'll go ahead and say I'm basically playing it on my, my computer because mm-hmm. like so No More Heroes 3 and Tropical Freeze, like well, Tropical Freeze I can play in 4K now. So that kind of gave me the well God, try this that out. That's gonna look really pretty. Like yeah. 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 It does. I mean it's already such a great game as as is. So I played a little bit on Wii U, but I never beat it. I maybe only beat the first world or so. I love that game so much. Man. It almost feels a little different. Did they speed it up or something? I don't know. It feels a l- I can't say for sure, but I, I do. It feels like they tweaked that. it. Right. It I don't know. did feel a little faster to me when I played it. But I just remember thinking that um, the level design in this game is so so well done. Like it feels yeah. like uh, it feels like what Sonic wants to do, where you're always in motion and everything flows. But you know, Sonic doesn't go that way really. You, you get hard stops and it doesn't feel good. Yes, yes. Donkey yes. Kong. I just when I got really good at some levels, I keep dying on. Eventually, you just like you bounce off the guy, then you slam on him, yeah, then you slide. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, so fun. I'm constantly moving and it's very fluid. Yes, yes, yes. Love yeah, that yeah. game. Also, I just played level where you play as Cranky Kong with the. Uh, downward thing yep, dude that's yep. so fun so cool right I mean, <laughs> that's like my of, favorite uh, little yeah that's a that's a great game man try to see that one through because man it just gets no, better, I am. And better. I'm, I'm only a few levels in i was playing it last night for the first time and i had to mention it because like wow it's blowing me away on how good it is just to one last note that was i believe the last game that retro studios made is that correct let's see yeah god it's just like please give us something 2014 that's crazy that's so long ago wait are they working on it they, they are weren't they are. working on it now they are right they weren't okay and, then, and now they are they made 
just to, in case anyone forgot, it looks here like they did Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3. Amazing games. Very good. Then they did the trilogy, which same games, but they remastered them for Wii with the motion controls, which I actually thought was awesome. Mario Kart 7, I didn't even know that they made that, but I really enjoyed that game. I and mean, then, you have, then you have the Donkey Kong games. Donkey Kong uh, Country Returns, the 3DS version, and then the Wii yeah. version. And then you had Donkey Kong Tr- Country Tropical Freeze, the Wii U version, and then Switch. And that's the last thing they made. So, I mean... So far, the track record's great. I just want you guys to make <laughs> yeah. a game. It's seven, seven years. My God. I hope it's worth it in the end. But the problem with I that game, so visuals are a lot of that game's appeal. Metroid mm-hmm. Prime. I mean, Definitely. when that Wii game came out, it was incredibly player. It, 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 it almost like when, okay, a lot of the game is you're just like slow walking around, uh-huh. exploring, checking things yep. out. So you need That's those true. visuals. You do. So even if I'm hoping the Switch Pro's out is what I'm getting at. Right, but if right. it isn't, they're really going to have to lean into like making it look way more artsy than it did in the past. Right. So it yep. pops. I need it to look visually appealing. However, course, you can make that happen because it's such a huge component. Right. Those games are all about like, exploration the ambience when you walk into a new area the atmosphere right so yeah i totally agree with you but i will say even metroid prime looking at those games like you know years later the the way they they made her look and the environments everything it it did stand the test of time for the most part you know i haven't looked recently but i think they do but so i i would assume they can still continue they can still what i'm saying is they i don't think they could do the exact same aesthetic as no they can't they can't yeah they would have to change it a little because yeah i agree yeah they'll i'm sure they'll find a way just like with zelda you know i'm sure they'll find a way to make it look i'm super pumped for that whenever it comes i've gotten past the stage of like oh i'm excited they announced it then i'm like okay we're going to see it at E3. Now I'm just like, I don't think about it anymore. Whenever it comes out, yeah. great. Same with but, Bayonetta uh, 3. God. Oh, my God. Listen, I'm not reducing Bayonetta at all. I think Bayonetta 2 is one of the greatest games ever. It, does it really take this long to show something about uh, like an action game that's maybe 10 hours long, maybe? Something, something like else that? is going on. Like, what's, what's up with that? Uh, they keep saying the game's in great shape. Stop asking. The game's fine. Okay. Well, it's been four years. They said it, what, a month or two ago? It's been four years since you just showed us. They've been saying this every year. They've been saying this every year, the exact same thing. Uh, We'll see. Okay. If it's going along great three years ago and it's going along great now, why why haven't we seen anything? Exactly. Nothing. We saw a little CG trailer. That was cool. And then that's it. So So are you you shadow dropping it next week? Are you lying? Can you imagine? (laughs) I look at the news right now. Bayonetta 3 out. <laughs> they All don't right, even well, say anything. They just put it up on the shop. <laughs> My God, that would be someone needs to do that one day. Just do it I with hope. one game. Just but take a, a hit one game. time. A big, a game. big, huge game, like Half Life Three yeah. or something. Throw it on Steam. Yes. yes. <laughs> all right. So for me, um, I still have Psychonauts Two on here. Although to be fair, I haven't really played it much at all. I was completing some other games, but now I'm coming back to that. So I've already said Psychonauts Two. I played a few hours. I love it. I think it's great so far. I'll have more to say about that next time. But on the other hand, I stayed up super late last night beating Life is Strange True Colors. So I was on. Oh, you beat it. Okay. Yeah, I beat it last night. So even though the game is one complete package, first time they've ever done this instead of doing the episodic thing, you know, like they normally do. Is it still broken up? It's still broken up very obviously, right? So you finish chapter one, there's some sort of cliffhanger or something. It says, oh, 90% of players made this decision. You know, that whole thing. They still do that. Um, to tell you how other people online, you know, how they did compared to you. Last night, I finished chapter three and then I started four and I'm like, all right, I got two chapters left. Let me see if I can do this. So I was up to like 3 a.m. last night. I was like, and I literally, this was me last night, ready? Like I'm in chapter four and it's interesting. It's not something that's boring me, but I'm just like, just like, just like, like, oh, oh. (laughs) 
No, I've been there. I've been there. Oh it would be the greatest game ever. I was just so I was just yeah. so tired, and and then I'd have to pause the game and be like, all right, let me look it up on YouTube. What did I miss? Oh, that makes sense. Um, but that if being anything, said, it's more of a testament of it being a good game because you would have just went to sleep. Right, you're trying right. your best to stay up. Yeah, I yeah. really wanted to see what was, what was happening. I gotta say, man, I've I've played all the Life is Strange games and I've enjoyed all of them, especially the first one. I thought the first one really took some pretty crazy twists and turns, but I feel like this one took all of that. They put it into a complete package. The game looks better. It runs better. The main character, Alex, is a very believable, likable character. The engine is good. Like it does run well. It's much, much better. I I had maybe one or two drops here and there. Nothing crazy, though. And I'd be curious to see how it performs on console. They have, like, a central cast. They have Alex as the main character you play as. Uh, you have her brother, Gabe. You have two other main characters, Steph and Ryan, I'd say. And then there's one other character named Jed, who's kind of like the, the father figure of the town. Those yeah. five characters, they're so well done, man. Like, none of them are lacking, you know? So as I'm playing this, I really do care what's going on here. It just grabbed me throughout. I was never bored at one moment throughout the whole thing. This isn't really a spoiler. They say it in the reviews. There's one chapter that is literally dedicated to just, like, a a LARP, like a live-action role-play. The kid in the story, he's upset about something. He's like, will you do this with me? So the whole town, they all get in on it, and you just play through. And they do this thing that's really, really cool where the game shifts to, like, a fake, uh, like, JRPG battle at one point, which I thought was really awesome. Oh, nice. So, you know, you're standing there, you have a guitar, you're like a bard, right? You have a guitar. Oh, um, it's it's like terrible chord. And she does like a crazy chord. And he's like, oh, it hurts me. You know, it's really funny <laughs> like that, you know? And anyway, I will say the game does like the cliffhangers really well. And you don't have to wait a month now, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the time I finished it, I was like, that, that was actually a really good story. Very well done. So I would definitely recommend it, man. I really enjoyed my time with it. Okay. Yeah, I hope I'm people give it a shot. Yeah, it's cool. Maybe like an eight or nine hour game. Nothing crazy. Uh, one, one to 10. I mean, I know you don't uh, have to probably, write a whole review, but you know, no, I mean. of course I'd probably give it like an 8.5. That was really good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Probably in my opinion, the best life is strange game so far. So if you okay. like the other ones, I think you'll like this for sure. Nice. Uh, besides that, like I said, now I'm going to jump back into psychonauts deep, but I also have fist that I've been playing, but it's only on PS five. So I don't know. I've, I've been spending a lot of time on my computer lately, so I haven't played it much, but what I played so far. Pretty good Metroidvania, very fun. Apparently, very long too. Which I got to be honest, it's kind of turned me off a little bit <laughs> for a Metroidvania. Yeah, they usually game. only like five to ten yeah, hours. Yeah, and... yeah. So I don't have much to say about that at the moment. I did start watching the show with my wife called Clickbait, and <laughs> sometimes she'll I come keep home seeing and like, the trailer. I have yet to watch it. <laughs> sometimes she'll come home and she'll say like, uh, "Hey, I heard about this show. We got to watch it." And I'll watch the trailer. I'm like, "This looks so corny. I, I can't watch this." Yeah, She's like, "Come yeah. on, come on, give it a try." I'm like, "All right, this looks really corny. I'll give it a shot." And I'm still not sure how I feel about it. It's like an interesting premise, but it is a kind of a corny premise at the same time. It has to do with like, uh, I'll just give you this. I don't want to spoil anything, but it has to do with views well, online. I, I know, but you can you know like the it. premise. Yeah. All right, I'll just yeah, say it yeah. then. So <laughs> basically, there's this girl who um, her brother gets like kidnapped. And all of a sudden, there's this YouTube video. And it's like, he's holding up these signs. Five million views and I die. And she's like, oh my God, we have to find them. And then. It goes from there. And then she walks into work one day and everyone in the room is watching the video. Stop watching it. You guys are adding to the views. You know, it's like that whole thing. So I'm only a few episodes in. It's interesting. Is it like some great show? Probably not. Uh, We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I've been watching that. Just a little like junk TV, I guess you could say. You know, that's how I personally feel about it. I like the premise. It's just when I watched the trailer, it just looks so corny. But it really yeah. On paper, yeah. it sounds really cool because it's yep. the idea of like you're really trying to get people to not watch so this action sure. doesn't take place, but sure. it almost tempts people to watch because yep. either they're not believing you 
or right. they're just their curiosity gets the better of them and it's going to end right. up killing somebody because of that so that's a really yeah. cool premise is it is, it but is. i just wish that when i'm we'll seeing see. the acting and the performing <laughs> and the, the little scenarios that come with those right, as, right. as it's going on just seems really just dumb and yeah I'll, corny. I'll have to see what i think i i will say it isn't as corny as i thought it was going to be but it definitely has okay. its moments for sure but i've seen like in black mirror they did one or two episodes of a similar premise like I, there was one black mirror episode where black mirror does it so well they do it so and well and then i'm gonna see this and be like right all right black mirror. the only thing i'll give them is at least they differ a little bit like black mirror was hey let's get this person trending and when they're trending then this technology that we use uh is going to eventually kill them or whatever it was right i thought that was, yeah. was kind of interesting so they're taking a different approach we'll see I'm going to keep watching it and see what I think. But um, Oh, I also wanted to mention, I forgot to write it here, but Castlevania, I started season three finally. I took a break. Oh, nice. Okay. I watched the first episode and I'm in. Yep, it, yep. it grabbed me right away. I feel bad for the one character they keep just treating like <laughs> just horrible. Yes, I'm like, yes. wow, they're really convincing me like these people. Well, I don't want to say much, but. Just don't. I, I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not going to get into I agree. it. Yeah, it's, it's great so far. I love it. So. so yeah, man, that's it. That's it for me for this week. We're going to run through these new yeah, game watch. Then we'll end the show here. So, mm-hmm. uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits oh, comes out the 21st, PS5, PS4, PC. Very now, exciting. I was hugely in and super excited, mm-hmm. but I just watched a 10 minute gameplay because right. somebody finally put one out. And I was, oh, cool. I can finally really dig and see how it sort of works outside sure. of like a trailer. The environments are really pretty. The character, whoever is the person behind the art direction. Yeah. Actually, I did figure it out. Do you remember that Majora's Mask fan made thing from forever back? I don't know. There oh. was some of that blew up really popular. It's actually the same people. That, I was like, okay. wow, that's really I cool. I think I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they make a lot of ads for TVs and stuff like that. But they're incredibly, wow. It looks so good. Like the characters and the environments and all that. Anyway, but when I saw gameplay, it looks janky. Like the gameplay itself, uh, the jump in is off. The running is off. I'm watching feels, now. I, I can tell it. You can tell it's independent studio. Let's just yep, say that. Yep. Yep. Um, it doesn't seem like even when the battle's taking place, the health bar looks kind of cheap and the monsters are doing kind of really basic, weird attack. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's that it's not fine tuned in right, terms right, right. of the combat or the, the running or jumping or anything. I see what you're talking about. I'm watching a video of a boss yeah. fight right now. It looks like it could be good, but I see like a little like a little. So funny... I was thinking blockbuster $60 game. Now seeing this, I have to lower my expectations a lot. I got to be like, oh, OK, it's an indie $20, $30 ordeal. Well, it actually is 40, right? I believe okay, it's forty dollars. Okay. You know, now we know, but don't expect it to be. I don't know the next Spider Man or something. All right. I'm saying is, like, I don't know. Look at the trailer, some gameplay. You'll see what I mean. You can tell they're learning their footing with game sure. development. Yep. So. Oh, oh, actually, sorry, I was wrong. It's fifty dollars. Okay. Yeah, so. it needs to be cheaper. I uh, I think forty would have been. A good and spot for that. it's been press has been able to play it and stuff like that, and it's only ten hours long, and it feels kind of a little jank or whatever. Yep, yep, I agree. Now that's coming to the point of I was hyped when I saw the trailers and stuff, but now I'm like, okay, well, I'll wait for it to be a little cheaper before I get it. Yep, all right, we'll see. We'll see See some reviews. Pokemon Unite finally coming to smartphones. Now, I'm usually not excited over any game hitting smartphone but right. in this case like i'm telling you i think it's going to do huge for the game and i'm actually looking forward to playing on my phone outside of playing on switch because i don't know the screen's just better better frame rate all of that sure but pokemon unite is really awesome again you need to jump on board comes out the 22nd android and ios 
Diablo 2 Resurrected, this is day one for me. Yeah, I know you've been excited about that. September 23rd. It's incredible, man. They they nailed. This is like one of the best remakes I've ever played. I Let's played see if we can have a, some good Whew. some good press for Blizzard after this. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate that I'm even excited or buying a Blizzard game. I really do feel that. But again, oh, like but I'm I just mean, gonna do know, what I want. I'm gonna do yeah, what I want. But yeah, you're not. Re- that's not on you, man. So. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's still just like. Mm. Yeah, um, sure, I get it. Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries. It is a good game. It was on PC, Xbox. It's hitting PlayStation September twenty third. Looks cool. That is one that people should play. Uh, Sable. I'm kind of whatever on this. It looks like a cheap journey. Um, comes out on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, PC September twenty third. It is Game okay. Pass. Um, so I am gonna at least try it out. Give it a shot. And yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, because a lot of people like when they do little gameplay demos at PAX or something like that are coming away saying it's amazing. But okay. when I see video of it, I'm kind of underwhelmed by it. But we'll see. Sure. Death Stranding Director's Cut. I didn't realize this was close. September 24th. I am, but just not okay. right now. Uh, yeah. I wanted more time in between before I went back in. Sure. The more I forget, the better. That's a good point. Awesome Dragon Ball Z Kakarot comes out on Switch. I was talking about this last week. I do think it's actually a good game. Actually, this would be a perfect Switch game because my criticism was only it just felt like a older PS3 360 game. It does like run well and it's like it's fun and good story. All of that. Everything's there outside of it just like looking like two gens back visually, I guess. But now that it's on Switch you know it's kind of hitting right where the switch is anyway so i think that'd be a good place to play it i think it'll have a little bump for it a bunch of people probably buy it i'm sure it does go deeper in the dragon ball stuff than just the same stuff we see time and time again so i I do think it's good people who like that game that i've spoken to they really like that game so i can see it's it's really good trying it for the first time lost judgment ps5 xbox series x and s ps4 xbox one september 24th this is gonna be a huge one i just i still need to play judgment before i play this but it's I'm a sequel so, to judgment. I'm so lost in the yakuza games at this point so this is what what was judgment was that so what so yakuza eight the last one that just came out seven or eight okay. i can't remember which number but maybe even seven the like a dragon one they right. went jrpg style so right. judgment right. is now what yakuza style gameplay used to be and right. maybe even a little even more amped in that regard yep. of yep. trying to discard any rpg stuff at all so that's that's what's going on here, but it's also about like uh, he, either he's undercover or he is just a cop, something in that vein. Does this come in order? Like, is this a numbered sequel? It's the like, second it one to Judgment. The second one, okay. Yeah. So it's just Judgment One, Judgment Two. I got eventually. It has nothing to do with the with the Yakuza games. Oh, like, so this is a whole side. So I I understand. Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I saw some some mixed. Uh, I saw someone say I don't recommend it. Others say this was great. So kind of all over the place, but. I'm glad people are getting more Yakuza. That's great. Yeah. And it uh, comes out the 24th, but that'll do it. Awesome. Well, we got a lot of up, out of these games. You picking it? I know you're picking up Diablo 2, probably Pokemon Unite, and that, not Death Stranding right now. Yeah, I'll probably just grab Bridge of Spirits. Maybe I'll download Pokemon Unite, and that's probably it for me this week. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and start the main topic of the show today. And I wanted to talk about GameStop basically shining a positive light into the company because since we've been alive, there's been a lot of hate and all that with GameStop too. But sure. forget all that. A lot more recently, uh, all the stalking stuff that went on. The fact that they were dying, they were going bankrupt left and right, tons of stores shutting down. And then this Everyone comes around like a magic little golden ticket here and yep. pretty much saves the company 
uh, same with AMC. I mean, AMC and GameStop are the two big ones in this whole game. Again, they need to do a movie about this because it's insane. They will. <laughs> yeah, somebody probably will do a documentary or something on it. I got a guest here with me, Joshua. He's actually an employee at GameStop, and I thought it'd be a good opportunity to sort of shine light on the company, talk about those good memories, talk about console launches and all that crazy stuff. But before we even get into that, I wanted to go into just introducing Josh here and basically ask him some questions. I wanted to ask like what your favorite console of all time was. Have to be the Dreamcast. Arguably best launch lineup in the history of a game launch. Like I can't really think of anything. I mean, yeah, Xbox had Halo, but that was pretty much it for Xbox was Halo. You know, had a large lineup for sure. Dreamcast was huge. Like GameStop or GameCube, excuse me, had, you know, you had Rogue, what was it? Luigi's Mansion, like Rogue Leader. And that was about it. But nothing like drop dead spectacular. I have to get the system like now. Like Dreamcast had Soul Calibur and Sonic Adventure. Those were the two I got along with uh, NBA and NFL. NFL Blitz. 2000? I mean, that's a good one right there. But weirdly, my favorite memories of Dreamcast was Sonic Adventure. I put so much energy and time into that game. And then the second one was great as well. That tiny garden, I would spend so many hours managing that little garden. You guys remember that? And Sonic? Yeah, the the Cho Garden. Yep. Well, my thing was, is like, you know, it came out on the perfect release date, you know, September 9th, 1999. Yeah, that's really cool. All nines. And then, you know, it was just turn turn of the century. It was great. (laughs) Um, And it came out before the other systems did. So at the time, I mean, there was nothing better. Like it blew all of our minds. And then it did online gaming even better than the others did. I mean, it had web browser Fancy Star Online, I played a ton online with that. Um, I even played, what was it? Choo Choo Rocket. You remember that? I actually played that online. That was the first console that even had DLC sort of thing. You actually go on there and get new levels if you connected online. You know, even now, like Fantasy Star's out on, you know, Xbox. It's crazy to think that, you know, what, 20 years ago that Fantasy All Star. Yeah, it's yeah. still moving. And it's like it went from a dial up connection to, you know, now we have fiber. So. Right. <laughs> years, so what are the... we ever going to get fiber in new york you guys ever going to share that or what because we don't have that up here i don't have it over I here love to have that. god man i wish i had that. i have fios it's pretty good i mean it's really good actually but fiber i hear is like incredible so obviously just the way it works is just a transmit of light so it's pretty much right. bound to work unless somebody just cuts a line or something right right so it's super reliable like we have storms all the time here on the gulf coast you got fiber, you're pretty much good because all that runs underground and you don't have to worry about like, you're pretty much always going to have internet no matter what's going to happen around you. So one more question here, your top five series of all time. Now, let's Mm. say there's only one game in the series and you want to call it a series, go ahead. But if you're just picking just off the top of your head, five game series that are near and dear to you. Obviously, number one would be the posters behind me, Destiny, especially Destiny 1. Vault of Glass. Yep. Uh, I was going through a rough time when D1 came out. I was going through, you know, my separation and my divorce. So it was was really the only game I could afford to play for a long time. Wasn't really able to afford, you know, to buy other games at the time. So I spent a lot of time on that. A lot of friends helped me through that. Destiny is such a big community game. I mean, especially now that it's free to play, you know, there's so there's no reason for somebody not to try it. And when it's free to play, they give, you know, if you played it back in the day, though, like when the first one came out, I know, especially if you said you're not buying other games, I know how many hours you spent getting spin metal on the Cosmodrome, 
picking up these materials with your yep. buddies till three o'clock in the morning because it was so <laughs> kind of like empty at first but it had so many, it had like so many great little parts sprinkled within but then it was like really empty so the, the loot cave was was infamous the loot cave wow. never forget but i would have to go jet, jet set radio future and jet grind radio for the dreamcast and xbox like nice. Jet Set Radio Future is like in a top twenty for me of all time. I love Future. Yeah, that's one. That's one game. One of the best be- soundtracks. Yeah, I'm hoping Sega will bring that back one day. Obviously, Halo. That's got to oh, be number nice. You know, Halo's, uh, Halo's up there. We're both with you on that one. <laughs> no, we're big. Uh, did you play the Infinite? Not yet. I'm. I'm no, just gonna no, wait until they just release, release the game. Did you Did you register for this next one going? No, nope. this one's open to everyone. Now, if it's open for everyone, I'll probably try it. But if I, I'm not really good at like keeping up with some of the emails, sometimes and they're like, "Oh, it's sure. it's two or three days," and I'm like, "Oh, well, I'm working all three." Actually, days. I think it right. is too late. I think you had to go by like the 14th, and it's yeah, past wait, that. it's next week, but, right? Oh man, I'm super yeah. pumped. Anyway, I'm just just believe us. I'm telling you, it's really good though. Like it controls yeah. amazing. Yeah. It feels so much better than Halo has in a long time. Sure. Um, obviously, Mass Effect. That would that's that's up there. One, two, and three. Oh, nice. um, I don't. Andromeda had like a couple, you know, good things in it, but obviously, from like a character and setting, it just wasn't there. Yeah, and, gameplay was there, but yeah. that was about it. I liked Andromeda, but it wasn't it wasn't as good. But I still think I'm. I actually appreciate that you didn't do what everyone does. Like it's it's one of the worst games ever. I'm like, come on, guys, it's not as good. <laughs> as Combat was solid. It was just there. There's no memorable characters like Garrus or Tally or anything. Right. Yep. There's probably two for number five. It's kind of split is God of War and Killzone. Tim, I'm surprised you're going to allow that. If No, no, no. If you have to pick, you <laughs> got like, to cut one. What, what are you cutting? Which one? Um, I've, If I had to cut one. <laughs> which, which one wins? There's no cheating here. <laughs> Tim never lets me, so I got to, you know. I'm trying to. I said five, not six. I, I, I would probably, I'd probably have to cut out Killzone and give it God of War. Okay. 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 Killzone 2, though, on the PS3. Got so much. I played that a lot online. I loved yeah. it. It was one of the most fun online shooters. The cinematic trailer they first showed off was just like, oh, there's no way the game's going to look like that, obviously. But the actual game when it came out still looked like for when you compared 360 games. It was like 95% there, if not 90. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty close. But night and day, when you compare that to a to a shooter on the 360 at the time, like that oh, yeah. was yeah. way beyond 360. Um, Dude, if you, how about Shadowfall? Those graphics yeah. were incredible. I couldn't like, believe what. Yeah, I was and it was a launch title too, and it's like you know, yeah. it's, it's. But what's crazy about Shadowfall is that game, Horizon, and Death Stranding are the only three that use the Decima engine. Oh, interesting. So you know what? that's a good point. Yep, Gorilla yeah. made Killzone, and then they turned around and made Horizon, and then they gave Kojima access to the Deathman. He improved it for Death Stranding. Did you play Death Stranding at all, Joshua? Oh yeah, I got the big collector's okay. edition in the cool. closet. I got uh, the we were doing the, our top five <laughs> a few episodes ago, and Death Stranding was was in my five. Oh yeah, good, you, I love that game. game. Great game. Did you see that uh, Norman Reedus might have accidentally said that they're making a second one? Yep, I, re- I, saw, I saw that, that recently. And I was like, please. The BB in the corner that lights up. So That's you know, awesome. nice. <laughs> I don't know right. what you would do with the sequel, but I'm sure he'll do it. I mean, he's done it plenty of times right. before. No I'm problem. Sure. So, yeah. I'm sure he could pull it off. There was many times where Metal Gear, we were like, okay, we don't really need to keep going. And then he, of course, did. So He yeah. himself kept saying, no, I don't want to do it anymore. Right, right. How many times did he say that? And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. But yeah, those are amazing picks. I mean, I, I'm there with you. Like, um, they wouldn't be my five, but it's so hard to always pick a five. And every time, if I were to do it next week, I'd probably have a different five, you know? Like, yeah. it's, it's hard. But it's just a good parameter of what you're really into and all of that stuff. 
let's go ahead and jump into this GameStop stuff. And just right off the bat, do you have any big like game launch, new game coming out? You're standing in line, midnight launch. Can you think of your favorite memory of that? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, number one. Oh, man, what a good one. That line at the Callaway GameStop in 2009 <laughs> was just wrapped around all the way to like the yep. Starbucks drive through And that was with two lines formed. I was surprised at the time because I was like, and I got there early. I was like, I can't believe this line's already long. And they, but they, they did it so well. That's when they started doing the pre-rings to where all they had to do was hand me a receipt and you could leave versus before you had to yes, ring it out. That. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. They had a Hummer outside. They had Island 106 there. Like, you know, it was a whole. Cool. That's awesome. Well, because the GameStop and Callaway, once that opened up, like, and they were able to have midnight launches because they weren't having to rely on the mall security to keep, the, you know, the doors open. But they were connected to Starbucks and Starbucks stayed open until midnight. Awesome. Mark. Yeah, and it's like I know y'all had to make that bank. Yes. How many grande lattes they sell that night? Yeah. And out of all things, if you're trying to stay up, I mean, coffee's your go-to. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that, and you were staying up, especially for that game. Like you know, back then you didn't have to wait for like you know a 20 gig update or anything. You just right. put yeah, in, like, yeah. Fire it up. You know. I mean, I installed all my games by that point on my 360. So just even then, you know, seven gigs compared to like. So Call of Duty sells, you know, tops as mm -hmm. they go, and they sell yeah. more and more. But in terms of, I guess, just popularity of like our age group, I guess you could say, like, it's hard to imagine Call of Duty being bigger than when Modern Warfare 2 or yep. even 3 launched. That like, was, that was I feel like that was the height of us, yeah. right? And that was, you know, before you really didn't have as, as many like bots or, or aim assist or nothing mm -hmm. like that. Like, you know, yeah. it was strictly relied on your internet connection. You could tell when people were using the Xbox Wi-Fi adapter <laughs> versus <laughs> the hardwire connection because, you know, they were just... They're kind of disappearing, reappearing all over. Yeah. The one thing I remember is when people would have the care package glitch, you know, or the, the little thing you would call the care package in. And once you had it in your hand, you could run real fast. I remember that was a, a whole big thing. You see people sprinting around the level and stuff. Man, it's hard to remember awesome if game. this was a Call of Duty thing, but I remember specifically in Halo, you could do like this glitch where you would disconnect, reconnect real quick get a huge leg up because I think you can get kills and it would count. <laughs> but then they couldn't do anything about it. Lag spiking. That's what, that's what I <laughs> like that. yep. Well, I mean, I, I'm probably got more teammate deaths in Modern Warfare 2 because I would accidentally call a care package and then would drop it on someone. <laughs> and I was just like, oops, like, you know. <laughs> you just move away. And it was a trashy care package too. Like it was one that was like, oh, well, that ain't gonna make a difference. But your death was, you know. <laughs> when that, when that game came out, I was in college with friend of the show, Dave, who was here with us last time. And I remember him and another friend of ours was going out to GameStop that night. We lived, we were like in a really small town. So you had to drive like a th good 30 minutes to the nearest GameStop. I was like, all right, guys, I'm kind of tired. You know, I'll stay back. I, I was going to go to bed. And I was like, I'm reading, I'm seeing stuff online, people talking. I'm like, I'm going to stay away from these guys. And sure enough, like two hours later, I hear, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, we got it. Well, you see all the doors opening in the door. Oh, I was like, man. oh, I'm going to play. It was awesome, man. It was great. Yeah, and I got the steelbook, like, at the time. Yep. It was one of my first steelbooks. But one more thing with that game, the first one, not the second one, I actually went to tournaments on that all the time. And I remember oh, that's when land parties were real big. And I remember winning. It's really weird, but I liked it. It was like a $150 mouse pad. But it was nice. some like weird metal slick thing. I wish I had it. I mean, I think I can find it in like storage. I hope so. <laughs> because that thing is crazy cool. It was so <laughs> weird, but it was cool because we actually had NVIDIA there like sponsoring in the land yep. and they had oh, cool. setups up a part of it and you could basically rent out their machines or bring your own kind of deal. And I'm oh, telling awesome. you, like those land parties in general and the memories of those, but 
Call of Duty, and that was like only like a month or two after the game came out, so everyone's still like fresh. I think that was like the height of my Call of Duty memories, and then ever since, like, I mean, I think they're still good and all. It's just, it's just hard to get that excitement like it used to be. I don't, I don't know what games. I just don't get, I don't get excited about them anymore. You know, it's like there's so many games coming out every year now. We're we're way past the days of like, hey, everyone's getting these same four or five games every year. Now we're all playing different things. You know, yeah, Yeah. it's different everything now. What about console launch memories? Have you ever even gotten a console right at launch, like day one? I mean, I got the Series X at launch, but, you know, there wasn't really any launch COVID. Probably the last console launch I went to was, I mean, I don't know if you'd count Gears of War 3, but I got the Gears of War 3 360 when it came out with Gears That's of War. That's cool. And that was a pretty fun launch because I was actually able to go get it at midnight. Because it was funny because at the time, I went into GameStop and was going to pre-order Gears of War 3 and then... um I think Russell was his name that was the store manager at GameStop at the time was like, he's like, the Gears of War Xbox is up for pre-order if you want it. And at the time I had the original, like I had the Black Elite. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, I had like, I think maybe, what is it? I the think one that had the Wi-Fi built in and some of the older ones you actually had an attachment yeah. for it. Um, right? But it was like, I only had a 120 gig hard drive in my Elite. He was like, you want to reserve the Gears of War when it's still available. So I went ahead and did it. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll do it. It has like double the hard drive sp- or triple the hard drive space almost. And it looked really cool. Yeah. That's one did. of like the cooler console, like special edition things that ever came out. What was cool about it too was like it came with the game, like an actual physical copy of the game. So I was like, okay. So at the same time, I was getting the game with it. So I'm like, that knocked yeah. out, you know, get yep. me having to reserve the game. I just went ahead and traded in my 360 like a day before the game came out. Now, this isn't really a console launch, but the Wii. You remember how hard that was to get for so long? I mean, we're a year in, and I'm waiting in line for six hours to get the Wii, and that was a thing I did. People talking about the PS5 shortage, and it's like, man, y'all went (laughs) the Wii. Well, I think it's because the Wii had so many accessories it needed in the box. Plus, it had GameCube components there for a while. I stayed overnight outside of a Target for freaking Wii. I mean, I was with like three or four of my friends. What my one friend had this little like cheap projector that he had bought off Amazon a while ago, and imagine like we're outside of the store, and then above you there's a like a ceiling right extending above you. So we we set up the this was the funniest setup. We had a car that was on, and then you had some cords going to the GameCube, <laughs> and you had like that screen, you know that portable screen. Yeah. But then we would project it onto the ceiling, so we're all sitting here for hours, like, just like playing <laughs> playing Melee, Super Smash Bros. Melee for hours, and just try to like people cheer each other on and stuff it's like somehow we made it through that it was freezing though. i remember it was really cold i missed the screen i missed the flip on screens i know they were yep. the kickstarter one for the series s and it I was it oh looks cool i do it, it reminded me of the of the of the original ps1 screen bundle yes. that they had a, i think i still have that thing somewhere somewhere in storage and it had the speakers oh, built dude. in i'm like that that's cool looking like i don't know if you realize how small the s is yeah i mean it's like it's like this like real talk it's like little above a hand yep it's, it's about this big. It's crazy. Perfect. Screen is perfect yes. for that thing. I've gotten a few in at my store. And like when I tell when I try to tell the customers like how small it is, I'm like, let me just crack open the box so you can see it. And I'll just pull it out. And they're like, that's it. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> like that. You're literally just plugging in an HDMI cord and your power cord and you're set, dude. It's, it looks like a speaker, you know? Let me ask you a question about console launches more specifically with you. What if you have to work, you know, you're doing the midnight launch and everything and you're interested in it. Is there any way you can get one? You're what are you gonna get out of line? Yeah, how does that work? Like, how does that work? I'm not sure, like, because I know with the Xbox last year, obviously we didn't have a midnight launch. It came out, you know, on I think it was the 10th or 12th or something like that. 
Um, I mean, I worked for a couple hours to get through our stock that we had at my store. And then I went to the other, another store that I had a pre-order at. I see. Up. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, if it's pre-ordered, we can't sell it. Sure. Sure. Um, you know, I just went and picked mine up. No so problem. I guess you're just allowed to pre-order as long as it's a different store. It's not, if it's a different store, it's can't pre-order your own stuff. Uh, yeah, of course. Most of the time though, if something's going to go up for pre-order, you know, we'll, they'll let us know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Gorilla was like, you know, pre-orders for Horizon Forbidden West go live next week. I see. You know, they'll send out the, they'll post on Facebook. You know, that's what I like about all the video game companies. Now they'll post up on Facebook ahead of time. Like, Hey, this will be available to pre-order in stores on this date. Now, what about, um, okay, you don't have a PS5 and you're a GameStop employee and something pops up for you to buy from GameStop. Do you have the ability to do that like anybody else? Or I mean, can you I not buy it because it's I'm GameStop? I'm not sure because, um, I mean, okay. I've never had, like, I've never, I just know ours, they are online. For, for now, they're not doing those in store just because. Yeah. I feel like they're such limited stock and they don't want to, like, send one store one and then the store right, in the same city find out like oh they got one we didn't like that's not you know. now i got a pretty crazy story so when the xboxes came out um so i i was trying to get both i did get both gamestop they were doing hey you go in lines i think it was it was the first day they could sell and they did actually get some to the store um i missed the online opportunity but i had a chance to go to the store and get it so i go up to the line. I mean, there is a line of, oh, it's right when they open at 8 a.m. And I was like, okay, I'll go at like 3 or 4 a.m. and then try. I didn't have the ability to hang out till like 10 p.m. the previous day yeah. or whatever. No, nah, man. Pitch a 10. You really want it, you know? I was like, you know, maybe I'll get lucky. I go at like 4 a.m. The line is crazy long. And I yep. was like, okay, there's no way. But I just waited till the employee came at like 8 a.m. to explain how many units he had anyway. I don't know. It could be 50. It could be three. I have right, no idea. Right. So know. I think I'm like number 45 or something like now, that. Thankfully, with the PlayStation 5, I did not work that launch because I'm more, obviously, of Xbox. Sure. Um, and the, I worked the, the Xbox one because okay. that, that was my main system. <laughs> and my store leader, she was just like, you know, I'm gonna let you handle the Xbox stuff because you know that's your that's your area of expertise. Yeah. I mean, it went. Oh, smooth. so that's good. They yeah. do it that way. They see oh, this this employee is really big into Xbox. Yeah. It'd be better for him to be here. Yep, he'd be a better hype guy because you got people that's, in the crowd and you can talk ask. Xbox. Like we had to post up the night before how many we were gonna have available, like extras on the door, so that way people weren't okay. waiting. Um, you know, like for, me. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but so when you're there, it's you know. 12.05, people start coming in. They're all hyped. They're all excited. I'm assuming you're you're getting pre- – like, usually they're pretty excited, too, from from what I've seen. You know, they're into it, too. They're talking to you. What are you going to buy? Oh, I can't wait to play this, right? Like, so are you kind of into it? Do you enjoy people it? People just want their stuff and leave. But how about you, though? How are you feeling throughout this whole thing? Are you, like, talking with them? Are they hyped? Do you have any, like oh, – yeah, like- Was any good conversations going on? Or are people just like, I want to buy and leave? <laughs> now my store specifically thankfully like we have a really i've kind of built up the xbox crowd over the last year um because when i got there it wasn't really like spectacular like my store leader was yeah. like we hardly have anybody for xbox or anybody would get excited but i feel like because the series x's and s's were have been easier to get than the playstations i feel like it's slowly built up xbox in general has been building up because playstation completely dominated the last gen but now they're finally having some things up their own sleeve and actually getting a bigger name now so yeah yeah, i mean 
currently Xbox is a lot better shape than what they were at launch. When I ask people, you know, well, what are you going to use it for? Like, you know, because personally, when, when people ask me, you know, which console do you think I should buy? I'm like, you know, I'm not just going to say, oh, okay, Xbox straight out the gate. Like, no, like, what are you trying to do? What do you yeah, want? I'm gonna ask what you, you like? Because like, yeah. if you're just going to mostly play single player stuff, then you're better off sticking with PlayStation because they have more exclusives that are single player. Yeah. The single player exclusives on there are like solid. But if you play Call of Duty or more multiplayer, like Xbox Live service is just night and day. I agree. Like, yeah. It's going to be a much better like online service for you as far as. Because I know last year during COVID, you know, Sony had to like restrict the bandwidth during when everybody was having to stay at home. They had they to like, were, yeah. How much, yeah, how much bandwidth you were like, downloading a game took hours, even if even when yeah, you did internet. It's just a matter of money at that point. I mean, obviously, yeah. Microsoft is a gigantic company with tons right. of servers and all of that. Sony's just sure. not in that boat. They just they can't do stuff like that. So it's yeah. not, yeah. Microsoft has more money than them a hundred times over. I mean, there's, there's no <laughs> way they could ever compete. With I, I've had a few people like, you know, customers come in and, and try to you know, tell me, I can't believe they bought Bethesda. Like, that's like a waste of money. And I'm like, you don't realize that they made like, you know, they made like 1.2 billion last quarter. That that money's just, you know, nothing to them. They already made what they bought that company for already. Yeah, that's so. They, they needed a, a big name company to start making yeah. some exclusives for right. them. Obviously, they're... No, that was 100% a smart move. And I was having this discussion with someone else. A lot of those games that, you know, like uh, Machine Games and Arcane and all those guys, they make such great games. They all those really, studios, really think how many studios you gathered up. Oh, my up. God, yeah. That's, that's and especially tough. with Starfield, like, obviously, they haven't shown anything on it, but, like, just a game kind of like that that you're like, oh, next holiday season. This funny situation with Deathloop, right, is on PlayStation exclusive for probably a year, yep. and Microsoft owns it. Just think how this game's getting such positive reviews, all these people are raving about it. When they make Deathloop 2, and yeah. it's only on Clearly, Xbox the studio's PC, good. Yeah, right. yeah. When it's only on Xbox and PC, it's gonna be a big deal. With what was it? Outer Worlds. Like Outer Worlds came out on yep. Xbox and PlayStation yep. Four, and then now since they bought Private Division, Outer Worlds Two is only now yeah, Xbox. Only PC. Xbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Deathloop, I think, I think what they said is gonna be a year, and then yeah, right. Like they'll put it on Game Pass day one next year when it comes I out. Ju- I'm just so appreciative to Xbox for letting me play all these games on PC. My God, it's just amazing. Like I'm still giving you money, you're still getting my money. I'm just not buying your Xbox. <laughs> yeah, once it's PlayStation been like not- two or three years of this oh of God, them finally so- being nice with PC and console, Dude, and it's man. all one big ecosystem. It's yeah, great. and the fact that I can play all the Halos now, you know, with Tim on his Xbox and my other friend on his Xbox you know, one and everything. It's just amazing. It's, it's really, really You're cool. You're not having to give up your, your resolution and frame right. for them console peasants, you know. We all get what we want. <laughs> we play the game together. It's great. Especially yeah, the cross yeah. the cross play yeah. is huge for me. You know? well, one of my buddies call, calls me a console peasant, so. <laughs> no, what's funny, I'm playing on series, now I have a PC as well, but right. I have series S. I'm playing 120 frames on series yeah. S. That thing's impressive. It's wild. I also wanted to go GameStop in general have you ever went into a store i mean it's been since like teenage years because now there's so much info out there but i'm sure there's got to be some memory of you going into a GameStop and you just like looking around and browsing and all of that and wondering what to get and you end up having a conversation with an employee and he ends up talking about something you've never heard of next thing you know you buy it have you ever had where an employee actually steered you in a right direction of a game you ended up really liking after the fact two different ones probably wet that came out on ps3 and 360 i never played that what what even is that it's been so long since i played it i just remember the cover and then um the saboteur oh was, yeah yeah the saboteur yeah, wasn't yeah. Wet, like i know what you're shooter, talking about yeah it was a shooter i just don't remember what kind of shooter but color palette on saboteur and the story and everything it was like 
I remember it was one of the last games made by a certain company before it went under, and it did phenomenal. Well, at the time, thankfully, I had 360 and PS3, so I had to get, um, I got wet on PS3, and then I had um, the Saboteur on 360. I was kind of hesitant on getting wet on PS3 because Bethesda and PS3 just didn't really get along that well, so right. it played it played overall, from what I remember. Some ports on PS3 were absolutely horrible, by the way. Like Skyrim, Skyrim so it was a yeah. good Fallout. God. Skyrim had the whole thing where the longer you played it, the worse the save file got, right? And things would yeah. just start breaking it after a while. Oh, I do remember, I do remember yeah. that. Well, my, my thing was, is uh, that's when people were like, I can't believe Microsoft bought Bethesda. And then I was like, but if you look at it, Bethesda's always been like pro Xbox. If you look at Oblivion, all the DLCs that came out for Oblivion, they only had like one on the PS3. They didn't get something, I don't remember what tower it was on the mountains. They didn't get like any of the horse armor. They didn't get any of that extra stuff. They got Knights of the Nine in the Shivering Isles, and that's all they got. But they kept <laughs> catching the 360 version, you know, and, and fixing it versus the PS3 version. They kind of just left alone. I was like, yeah. Remember yeah, Horse, Horse yeah. Armor, like the first, I want to say one of the first, like, uh, traditional DLCs. Like, who know who knew what we were getting into all those years ago? Horse Armor? How dare you make me pay for Horse Armor? Now look where we're at. Yeah, and it's funny because <laughs> like, I, I, I bought Skyrim on 360 and PS3. Cause I was like, you know what? Let's let's try out them on both to see which one plays better. Put in the PS3 one, and like I fell through the map and just put the game disc back in the case, and I was just took it back to GameStop and I gave it to the buddy, my buddy behind the counter. I was like, okay, I fell through the map. I can't play this. So he, he thankfully refunded me because he understood that thankfully there was no codes in the box, so I didn't have to worry about. And Skyrim, when that came out, I mean, I was a big PS3 person at the time. And so I just bought PS3 and this was like day one. I had no idea like Xbox was better and all that stuff. I just remember getting it and being like, man, why is there so many issues with this game? Like Oblivion and Morrowind felt like so much better made experiences. And I just having glitches left and right. And it was just, it felt horrible. Even just like, I don't know, the gameplay itself was just super jank and I guess maybe the FPS was horrible, but I just didn't, wasn't really knowledgeable enough to know that FPS was even the issue there. But something felt yeah. completely off with it, and I couldn't nail it. And I was just like, screw Like, And then I just hated Skyrim for like a year or two, thinking that's just how the game was. And But I had no idea it was just all that PS3 jank. So I wanted to go into all the digital versus physical. Just right off the cuff, I mean... What do you even prefer nowadays? Like, do you like still going and buying a disc? Do you want it digital on your current systems? Where are you at? Um, obviously, for me, you know, physical, just because, I mean, when you grow up with it, that's the thing now is like, you know, I've grown up with having a physical copy of a game. Um, if a game kind of has a collector's edition, most of the time it comes with the game. Like the Horizon Forbidden West is one of the first ones where they, you know, the, what is it, 260 bucks for the, the big one physical steelbook, but a digital code in the box. There's no disc in it. I was uh, like, that's yeah, yeah. first time they've done that. But but personally for me, physical, obviously, because I mean, you know, employee discount. Steelbooks. I love I love steelbooks. Um yeah, like Star Cry is coming out. I like my steelbook. No, Rudy is way into steelbooks, by the way. Oh, yeah, I love steel. Yeah. But no, even on top of steelbooks, the like the figures, right? So if Horizon yep. has an edition that you just met, I didn't know that actually what you just said, that there's a digital version. I might have to go for that. We'll see if it comes with the figure. The $200 statue edition and the $260 statue edition comes with a steel case in the box. There's a, a digital code for the game. Ah, okay. Which is weird. I'm like, y'all, so y'all going to do a disc steel book case, but no disc. So. Yeah, that is a little funny. No, I mean, I like my steel book. Like Far Cry is coming out. I'm going to get the ultimate steel book edition of that. 
Um, I got Valhalla Steelbook. Um, if they would have made a Steelbook for Mass Effect, would have got it. There's some games that are that are digital, like Destiny's digital. They don't do physical anymore. Now, do you have a collection of current gen or last gen that you still carry around with you? I mean, I have like a couple Xbox games, Xbox One games, and a couple PS4 games. Um, just because a lot of my games I lost, you know, in Hurricane Michael. So. Uh, um, a lot of my physical stuff, physical systems, like I have, uh, all the destiny ghost figures. Okay. Um, the boxes got ruined in the hurricane, but the ghosts were, you know, cause the, because yeah. the boxes were in a closet. Do you trade in most of your games though? Like, do you trade them back in? Um, I mean, now I'm, I'm to the point where I won't buy like a game unless, you know, I know I'm going to play it. You know, I'll, I'll check out a game and try it out. So it's sure. too important for you to just turn around and get yeah. rid of it. You like, I'll, I'll, it. I'll check out a game from work so that way I can try out the game and tell a yeah. customer, like, you know, hey, it's not, it wasn't for me, but maybe you'd like it or just to give exactly. like a quick right. down. It's, right. like, it's like being a chef whenever you cook a lot. You definitely need to <laughs> yeah. try the food because you, you need to know, yeah. you know, yeah. like what you're making here, what you like, what you don't like, what you need to try, all that. Like, yeah. and so, you in some really games, you need to know. Yeah. Like Grand Theft Auto, obviously, when it comes out, you, you, don't have <laughs> you know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Um, Call of Duty, you know, um, you know, Far Cry is pretty much, you know, you know what you're getting. Madden, NFL, all that stuff. Personally, like, there's a couple things I don't mind digital. Obviously, like Destiny is a good example. If it's a game I'm going to play over and over again, and I know I'm not going to yeah. sell it, then I'll buy digital. It's nice to quickly jump into it, you know? Yeah. I, I get that. You know, trading in aspect. I know a lot of people that still like to be able to trade in later if they don't play the yeah. game anymore. It just sits there. Go ahead and trade it up for something else. Yeah, it's a good option to have if you ended up just like not really loving or people, even if they love the game, they just want to play, you know, they move on and that's that. They don't care about keeping. How about you these days, Tim? Where, where do you fall on this? It had me thinking, I've been thinking about this the last few days and brought all this up. Um, right. I'm really into the retro games. Like uh, I have a bunch of NES games, Super Nintendo games, PS1, PS2, all that. And on GameStop, they had, and I haven't checked recently, but I'm pretty sure they still have where you can buy the older physical games off their yep. website. They just don't have them in the stores. And I've mm -hmm. always wanted that. That would be so cool if I could walk into a GameStop and they would have Super Nintendo games on the shelf or something. I feel that would be the thing that could save like physical media also being a part of these GameStops because digital, whether we like it or don't, it's such a big battle of trying to keep people interested in the physical media because they're like, man, I just can download my system and play right at midnight and I'll have to go to the store, blah, blah, blah. Just convenience alone, a lot of people sure. are going towards that route. But I like physical Yes, I get in these lazy modes to where like, oh, well, if I play a game a lot, I'm going to get it digital because I want to be swapping in and out. As simple as that is, we're just we just want the convenience. I was sitting there thinking of like GameStop really needs to they can get older stuff to where there weren't digital of PS2. <laughs> there weren't digital PS1. Yeah. They weren't digital of all these. Right. And if you could actually have those in stores. But the problem is, is like, obviously, that's a big hurdle because not many people even have these systems. So I'm trying to think of how you could really tackle that. But maybe you could have one of those like systems where it's like a three in one that other companies yeah. make that you can put the physical games in. Maybe they could sell those. And then that way people could be like, hey, we know you don't have this original NES. It's, you know, right. 30, 35 right. years old. But if you bought this Retron three or five or whatever it is. Maybe that could get people buying these classic games because they have Personally, a way to play. Personally, we, we had a retro section. 
Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Just a couple games and maybe a system, you know, like a Dreamcast or, you know, an Xbox, um, you know, yeah. something like that. Just a just a small cabinet, you know, just with a couple things in there and that people can show like, hey, and that's maybe what they I could do. test it out. You know, maybe they could have a small section. Yeah, and if like they start answer. finding success with that, then they can make it bigger and bigger and bigger and they can go along with the demand. And that way they don't like. You know, they, you don't want to just buy a bunch of stuff and it just sit there. No one ever mess with it. But you can always start small and build it up. You know, maybe that's a way they could tackle that. There's some people who fall in the in the middle category for myself. Like I forever was physical, physical all the way. Right. And then maybe like two years ago or so, I just started looking like I had, you know, 100, 360 games and 50 weekends. It's just like it was going to be so much. And then. The number one thing that was keeping me doing physical was the Best Buy. You guys remember the Gamers Club Unlocked where you get 100% yeah. off day one? I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm still going physical. But then when that ended, I was like, let me just try it. And it, I don't know what the first game I was that bought. I bought it digital. And I was like, wow, this is available right now at midnight. Yeah. And I'm playing it. And I could preload it. And then ever since then, man, I've just been like 100% completely digital now this generation and then towards the end of last it has went nothing but sort of digital for me but if a game is important enough even the convenience aside so like smash bros ultimate i need that on my shelf it's too it's too important for me so stuff like that i will buy the physical version but it's very very rare and it's only if it's insanely important but I still have all of my, you know, Wii, GameCube, PS2, all the way back to the original NES. Right. And it would actually be smart for people to buy physical right now because there's not many that even sell and there's not many copies made. Right. The value is going to the value is going to skyrocket of like especially PS5 Series X games. I'm telling you because there is not many copies out there at all for these things. <laughs> How about Wii and U games? So talk Wii about U the games. Val- talk about the value being amazing. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Wii U, Wii U value is oh, really yeah. high because of that, because there's not many copies out there. Yeah. Wii U in the closet. I mean, it's not hooked up at the moment. People ask me, well, why don't you have a Switch? I have an Xbox and a PlayStation. They're like, why don't you have a Switch? And I'm like, well, you know, my girlfriend has a Switch. If I want to play a game on the Switch, I'll play it on yeah. that. Play it on that. It and be done. Like, I don't personally want one just because, I mean, I have a Wii U. So, like, a lot of the games that come out on the Switch now are just a <laughs> right. lot of the Wii U ports. Ported them over, yeah. Um, and, you know, and I'm like, okay, as soon as you give me Twilight Princess and Wind Waker on the Switch, then maybe I'll consider <laughs> one. But until then, like, you know, no, I'm, I'm going to, you know, just keep rocking that. Now, what are you doing about Breath of the Wild 2? Um, that one, I'm, I'm probably just going to, you Steal know. your girlfriend Switch for a few weeks? <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> um, you know, play that. Um, probably beat it. You know, we'll see. Um you know, because I mean, Breath of the Wild, like, I mean, I, I've seen it, you know, I played it on PC and seen it running like 60 frames. And I'm like, yeah. man, Nintendo, like, y'all got to get on awesome. that. Like, <laughs> Breath of the Wild with 60 frames, they they really should. So if they came out with a pro model for Switch, would that would that get you to want one? Like, let's it say it was at least 1080, 60 on all games. Like, does it, it that depends get you to get because it? the hardware is, you know, that's like two generations old hardware. Let's say it wasn't. Let's say it was. I'm just saying. Let's say it was what you wanted out of the hardware. Um, you're not gonna get 4K 60 on a handheld. Yeah. I mean, you gotta have to have some, some oh, sort no of realistic. That's why. Here, that's but. why I miss, you know, Nintendo <laughs> having just a home console. Yeah. You know, I wish that they would make, you know, a. a a pro model, which is for at home only, and then like you know, just yeah. Have let's say they made a pro dock. Maybe that maybe that fixes it for you. Like, like a pro dock, the aspect of you taking it everywhere is what's going to hinder it. Yeah, being able yeah. to. I personally think the the switch doing this handheld thing that they did was the smartest thing they could have ever done. They just they can't compete in the same space anymore, y'all. Like they had GameCube. 
I don't think they want to compete in the same space. No, they don't want to, and I don't think they should. But the GameCube, if I remember correctly, was more powerful than at least uh, was the PS. It was more powerful than the PS2, but less than the Xbox. It was right. So, so you you had that. It had third party support, and look, it sold like twenty million units. You know, so that was that's not always the solution. And people say like, make a powerful system. Well, they they've tried it and just didn't work for them. So. They had they had a lot of third party support on GameCube too. Like now that I'm thinking about um, it, same with Wii U and Wii U came out. Third party did jump on board, and it was yeah. better than 360 PS3. It just wasn't as good as PS4, but they came out a little after the fact, so it was kind of mm-hmm. that middle ground there. But yep. what ended up destroying it for them was the other Nintendo stuff. Like basically, yep. they in the beginning got a bunch of third party, and then third party died six months later. You know, they didn't they yep. didn't keep it going because. Oh, if I'm developing for a PS4 and an Xbox One, I don't have to think about all these Wii U things. I can just make the same game for both systems. You always have to keep in mind the developers when you make a system. You want it as appealing as possible for them to make a game for you. You want as yeah. easy a process as sure. possible. Sure. So I think that's why Switch is so assessed too, because hey, people making games, they know what they're making. They're not trying to put Destiny 2 on Switch. They're trying to put Ori on Switch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's right. a difference yep. there. So I've actually mentioned Ori to people when they when they're like, "Oh, what Switch games do you recommend?" I'm like, you know, I don't really play Switch that much, but like even Ori on Xbox, like you're gonna love it even on Switch. Like, yes. Yeah, you know, that's one of those games. Like here, I'm just gonna give you the case. Yep. You know, not even give you the option. You're buying this game because like it's phenomenal. Like obviously they have DLCs, so they can't just take out the eShop on the Wii U because people have paid for digital content on there. So it's yeah. like, you know, they don't want to pull like what Sony tried to do a couple months ago. Oh, we're going to pull those stores. And then, you know, a day later, everybody was ripping into them. You know, how dare you? People still play this system. You know, you can't go to a store and buy a physical copy of Wind Waker anymore for Wii U. And if you find a copy, it's like 40, 50 bucks when you can buy it digital for 20 bucks on the eShop. Now, you being in a GameStop store, um, do you, let's say the traffic coming in, are they buying the you know, the accessories and stuff like the toys and the shirts and stuff like that. Or do people still mainly buy games? Is it a good mix of the two? I'm curious about that. My customer base is a very good mix. Um, I love my customer base in my store. They're very relaxed. I don't have any that come in. It's just, you know, there's some, some stores, you know, regardless of what store it is, Walmart, a shoe store, whatever, have that one customer that, you know, always comes in and wants free stuff or always wants to return something and get full money back. No, at my store, like we're we're so like hands on because we we're not as busy as like a giant store. Yeah, I see. Whenever they buy stuff, for the most part, you know they're not bringing it back because we got them everything they needed right right off the bat. We, we have a bunch of people. Um, we have a few customers that you know I have their number. They have my number. Yep. Okay. Cool. They'll, they'll ask me, you know, hey Josh, is this available for pre order yet? Because I'm you know pops especially pops are yep. huge now. Okay. And as soon as I mention to people that don't even know that you can pre-order pops like in store, they're like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I was like, I have a huge pop group (laughs) that, you know, they, they want to make sure that when the pops come in, that they're not damaged, tossed around the room. And they'll know when I get the pops in, I'll call and be like, no, this box is janked. You're not going to want this one. Let me send out an email to try to get you a replacement because you're just not going to be happy with it. And they're perfectly cool. You know, just let me know when it comes in. You know, and a few of them, like um, two of my Destiny Pops I have helped me find, like I have Atheon that I was able to find for a really good deal. The Gold Osiris, which now he's like 150 bucks or more. I was able to get him on a good deal because some of them have Pops. They're like, you know, we know you're not going to resell it. So we'll sell it to you because we know you're going to keep it. You know what I mean? Like we, they know we're, I'm just going to keep it. I'm not going to take it out of the box. It's more, 
And then the gold Osiris, my, one of my regulars, he brought, he brought it to me in the plastic case. He's like, well, here it is. And I was like, oh man, like, you know, because the gold Osiris on eBay now, I don't know what the price is now, but at the time it was like $150. Gotcha. But what you're saying though, is you're feeling happy about making all these connections with these people. Yeah. That's what's driving them in. And especially whenever you have like, I have a few customers that come in, I'm like, and like the first thing that come out of my mouth is like, oh Lord. And they, and they just laugh because they know, <laughs> I'm like, you know, what do you want? You know? Now I was thinking of like the store in general, like GameStop's okay in five years. I'm thinking about the future here. I'm wondering like, do you think these other items are selling enough to where like you think they're good now and they're they're busy and all of that? Or in five years, let's say the stock stuff that they need to how do they win because the physical games are at a weird point? Like like do you think the other stuff helps enough? I th- well, I think it's kind of split. Um obviously Nintendo's still doing the physical thing. So you're noticing a lot more Nintendo copies coming in than than of other companies. That's Nintendo, cool. Nintendo, except for WarioWare. For some reason, that one was just <laughs> I don't know. That was the first time we've only gotten like I think it was I think we only got like one copy in, and it was the one that's wow. pre-ordered. And I was like, what? Like this is a Nintendo. Nintendo usually sends us like 10, 20, 30 copies, you know, and it was just one. I was like, gasp. Um, but you. like I see, you know, with Nintendo still being strong physical you know, handheld, being able to carry the game around with you because some people don't have Wi-Fi and the Switch is perfect if you don't have Wi-Fi. Physical with handheld do kind of yeah. go pretty hand in hand. I feel. Yeah, especially yeah, when yeah. most of the time when people buy a Switch, we always tell them, you know, get a case, screen protector. Right. You're going to put the games in the case. You want to be able to, because they're so small, I'm like, you're going to lose them. Yep. And most of the time they get one, and that's the thing with the physical games with the Switch is like, you don't have to have internet easy. Just pop it in and use it. You know, yeah, and they they require um, such a small amount of space when you when you use physicals yeah. on Switch. You buy your you buy yourself a 128 gigabyte SD card for cheap, and you're yeah. good for. I mean, I've never had to change yeah. that thing, you know. And that's so, the thing is like most of the games, like even Breath of the Wild, even if it didn't think the update files like two three gigs. Isn't that crazy? Like you have Call of Duty, you know, which yeah. I understand more is going on, but the fact that you have Breath of the Wild is like less than 10 gigs. It just blows your mind. It's crazy. Yeah, I think after updates, Breath of the Wild. I think when I looked on the bigger Wii, now, yeah, yeah. When I went when I went on the Wii U eShop like once, it was like I think thirteen point five gigs, okay. and that was, but that's crazy. with the DLCs. I was like, man, that's nuts to think about that game that's that huge. It's only that you know small. But I mean, I think with the pops and I think they're because they're starting to get more into the collectibles as well. Yeah, I feel if GameStop keeps doing what they're doing of being it more of like an all in one place and not just having games on the shelf yep. and it being more about the culture of almost embracing nerd culture as a whole, even Star Wars stuff or whatever things way outside of games. If take and run with that, I think you'll be fine. Especially with um, PC. Now every store has a PC section. Now, you know, you can buy keyboards. Cool. Mouse. We, can, we can order you graphics cards, obviously if they're available, order you gaming monitors. We can actually order you gaming PCs if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty cool, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, now some things are limited. Um, I had a customer request for gaming monitors to be sent to the store, and they've had no problem sending those. I haven't tried a gaming tower yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that could be like a feature, but I don't know how long it, I would hate to <laughs> like be like, hey, I need a you know, <laughs> hey, I need one of these sent to my oh, store. You need a dummy, and you get it three months later. You know, right, yeah. right. It's like now, like but most of the time when when we have a customer that comes in, you know, they want to order something. You know, they don't want to order it through the website because they, they don't know how the shipping is going to be versus I'll be like, you know what? Let me see if I can send out an email to see if I can maybe just get it sent to the store. So, right, right. You more secure. I mean, I order yeah. stuff online and I'll I'll purposely send it. They'll give me an option to send it to Walgreens and I'll be like, hey, 
let's do that because I don't yeah. I don't want it sent yeah. to my house. So yeah, right. You that, get that, like and if, that all if the they time. send it to the store, a lot of times we get it quicker than they would get it to their house. Yep. And yep. then if they yeah. have a problem, if they don't want it, it's not like they're having to return it from home. They're already in the store. They're not. They're not. They didn't even have to buy it. Okay, yeah, you know, we yeah, can just keep yeah. it. But now, if somebody special orders something and someone comes in, you know, we we won't. We'll wait until they get there to. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got you. Like, hey, your items here. Come get it. Same thing with pops. Like, you know, the pops are are very. We're very strict with those. You know, because we want to make sure that people that pre-order the pops get what they pre-ordered. Because sometimes, a lot of times, you know, you may accidentally put it out on the shelf, and it's like, oops, that was a pre-order, and then it sells, and you're just kind of <laughs> whoops. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoops, but thankfully we don't have that problem. But I think if they keep up with PC section, you know, getting better with collectibles, I mean, you can get yeah. Xbox games, you can pre-order Xbox games and Switch games digitally now in store. You know, you can just go put $5 down on a DLC code and you can come in actually a couple of days before it comes out. There'll be a preload date in our system to when we can print you out the code on the receipt. And, yeah, you know, I you did can... do that. Um, so when I went and got that, stood in line forever. Um, dude ends up showing up at like eight that morning. He's like, Hey, I got six X's and two S's and everyone wanted an X. So the whole line leaves. And there was one guy before me that wanted an S I ended up getting the second S. So I stood in line for four or five hours and in the beginning I was like, well, I was coming to get an S anyway. So it totally worked yeah. out for me. But when I went in there and got it, I was like, okay, well I got to get some game. And I ended up going with uh, Call of Duty, what was it, Cold War, I was able to get like the digital code and go ahead and activate it. And then so that yeah. way, whenever the very moment it went live, right, I still didn't have to go to the store. I didn't want digital. I mean, it's a digital console, right? So I was wondering, okay, well, how can I buy a game for that? But, you know, they could just sell you the code. And then I was able to activate it on the store and then just pre-download it and get it a release. So it worked out. Well, a lot of people that have pro member, like, here's the thing, too, is like, if you have a membership with GameStop and you buy a digital code for a game or even Xbox currency or a PlayStation currency or something, if it's a digital code, the next day it'll show up in your digital locker online. So mm -hmm. if you lose the receipt or you can't tell yeah, what the characters yeah. are, it'll show up. But that's the thing is like a lot of people I'll tell people just put five bucks, you know, to reserve your code and then just pay off your code over time, just like you would a physical game. And you can just come in a couple of days before and get the code put it in your system and you're, and it's just like you just bought it digitally, but you're getting yeah, a point yeah. in the store. Like a lot of people like getting their points and that's the thing that not many, like, okay, you go on a normal website, you can't normally just, Oh, I want to throw $10. Now I want to throw $20 yep. later. You've been able to slowly pay something off. People want to do that still. Yeah. Yep. I got $10 in my wallet burning a hole right yep. now. Let me put it towards something <laughs> while I got, well, while I got it. Yeah. That way with like collector's editions, like if, if you want like the, what is it? The witch queen is a good example. Destiny, the Witch Queen, you guys know, was just announced a couple weeks yep. ago. Yep. They had the physical like edition on Bungie that has a, the digital code included. It was like two fifty. Hey, no way I'm going to drop two fifty like that on something. Now, if <laughs> I was able to do like, if I was able to order that in a store and pay it off over time, I would feel more comfortable. Yes, it's dropping different. And I was like, I love you, Bungie, but I, I can't just drop two fifty on y'all. I'll just wait and try to, you know, and just buy it on the yeah. Xbox store later. And yep. And stuff like that. But it, that a lot of people, you know, some people are very limited with their money, with their funds. You know, I have one guy that comes in and he, he tries, he only puts about 10 or 15 on, on his game a month. You know, like Call of Duty, he's paid off on it a couple months now. And he'll have it paid off. You know, it just depends on people's life, you know, the what's going on yeah, in life. Yeah. And not everyone can just come in and, you know, drop 60 bucks on a game. Having the ability to trade in a game and sometimes get extra credit if it's a new, you know, 
towards a new game, it's a lot of people will prefer that than being and plus physical so games. You, going you think they're doing um, a really good sort of middleman job here of basically being able to help people in all these different situations that normally like, OK, you can't really deal with all of this with a Walmart or a Best Buy or a Target yeah. or whatever when it comes to video games. And you're sort of given this channel to sort of help all these Yep. different individual things out and allow people more freedom to get the games they want. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing too, is like, you know, want. it's like you can go to Walmart and get a game. That's great. But they're not going to tell you, you know, how the game is or, you know, you don't have the option to yeah. buy it pre-owned. And if it's not good, be able to return it. If you buy it at Walmart and you don't like it, you're just stuck with it. You know, like one thing I would love GameStop to do before we go, I always thought it'd be so cool if they can finally try to embrace like, people going into a location and doing a tournament or something like that, or yeah. setting up some monitors yeah, controllers and let people do, I know it's COVID right now, but let's say, yeah. let's say next year, you know, they've, they've tried it before, but they never really had much success. I think they could do it good enough where they would have success. I do believe yeah. in the idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I yeah, think I, you could totally set up a station where people come in and play and you could have it going all day long to where all it is, is like one person walked in and then if another challenger at any point in time wants to then challenge that guy, you can make the money deal right there on the spot. You could just be like $20, $20 store gets like $5 of the total yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Right. And you could just do money games throughout the day with different customers and it would bring a lot of people in. And I mean, you always want people to come in the door regardless of what's sure. going on. And I, like, I think that could help a ton. You know, and if, if they get their district leader, you know, in, in with it, maybe the district leader can work out something to where, you know, hey, if you win the tournament, you get a gift card or, you know. Exactly, you, right. You know, get, get, work get, with them, like, instead of 20 cash, oh, you get you get 20 credit, you know. I'll yeah, take 20. Bump it, up, bump it up a little bit, 30 oh, credit, you, you and do back as, into the store, you know. You do yeah. as much as you want. You're putting the money down initially, right? The other right, players right. putting their money down initially. So it all you don't even have to worry about that side because you'd be like, oh, I'm going to bet you $30 that I beat you, you know. Right, right, you both right. throw 30 down. The winner gets 60 store credit. Now GameStop's getting stuff out. You can work out a system to where everyone benefits and people can, like, actually have like a challenger sort of moment because you can't really do like that's not a thing really anywhere to where you could just challenge a random person at any point in time and i've always thought that would be such a cool idea and of all places gamestop to be it'd be so easy it would just be like two or three units max and you'd be good you don't have to do a whole like huge tournament with 16 players and Whole, yeah. hogging up the store and being a whole big mess just do 1v1s or something there's ways to yeah that's what's nice about my district manager is like you know he's very good about if you have a recommendation to improve anything in, a, in the stores not even just your store he's like he's all for it and you know if it works it works if it doesn't well well tell him my idea okay you can say it's yours yeah. i don't care i just i just need to see it become a reality you know i've been with the company for two just over two years now and it's one of those things like I enjoy my job. To me, it's not even a job. It's more of like a hangout because, you know, video games have been my life for, you know, most of my life. Hey, it's why we're doing this podcast. We're, we're trying to actually do stuff with these video games instead of just playing sure. them. And that's it. You know, like you want to work in the stores. You can talk about it with other people. So you can help right, people right. like play this stuff and like just the community of it, whether it's your job or whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. like we we just trying to turn it into something more. Every store you go into is going to be different. It depends on who's running the store their attitude you know how excited are they to be there some people you know may, may be there i'm not we don't really have any stores around here that are like that but i know some stores may have employees that are just there to make a quick buck get a discount and leave 
course. But then there's some like myself that, you know, go in there, you know, I watch videos on YouTube, you know, I, I keep up with the news pretty well on social media when it comes to games. I'll tell people a game is going to go for up for pre-order and they're like, oh, I didn't know that. And it'd be one of their favorite games. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I was right. on Facebook this morning that it was going to go live or something. They get all excited and I get excited with them because I'm like, you know. Yeah, I read it and watch it all day, every day, but you'll be really surprised that the average person just walking the streets, they don't oh, know, man. like a fraction of what we're what's in our head and you being that person yep. for these people can help a lot but whenever i see people in like these facebook groups that we're a part of and stuff and they say stuff like oh my god how dumb would you have to be to mistake the series x for this other xbox i'm like guys you have to people do it all the time the like these, yeah. this is not a big part of these people's lives like us you know People make mistakes like that all the time, I'm sure. And they're not dumb for it. They just don't follow it like we do. And so. that's 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 why I said, like, that's what's the fun part about my job is, like I said before, when people come in and ask, like, well, what console do you think I should get? And and I'm just like, you know, like this, like, all right, sweet. <laughs> like, let's let me start dive asking, in. Let's see. Yeah, like, yeah. let's dive in. Like, let's see what you're really after. You know, do you have kids? Mm -hmm. You know, are you in traveling a lot? Like, instantly, when, if they say they're going to travel a lot, I'm like, okay, well, probably a switch is going to be like easily because, you know, you can take it with you. But a lot of times I'm like, okay, you know, just getting into that conversation is fun. And then when you get them set up, you, they're excited because, you know, you're just like, it's more personalized, I think, than just going into Walmart. Okay, I want that and that and leave. It's more of, you know, you're, you're probably going to like that. Or if, or if you're honest to a customer, like, I'll tell a game, nope, hop trash, don't even bother with it. And they're like, oh, thank you for being honest. I'm like, hey, I'm just trying to yeah, save you yeah, from having yeah. to do a return. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want you to get something I know you're going to enjoy and come back. Because if I sell you something you like, you're going to come back to me later and want more recommendations. Now, what if what if a customer buys a game and let's say like, okay, it's online only and the servers are down when they they go home and buy and it's, it's basically something beyond the control or the game's broken on release, something that you wouldn't know, they wouldn't know, whatever. They get it. Like, what's the return on that? Can they can they return the next day? Do they have like two or three days to return? How does it work? Um, it, it's a game to game basis, I think. I know a lot of times too, if you have a pro membership now, um, and a game comes out, some a few games give you like Madden was one um, this year. If you bought Madden on like release day, you had forty eight hours from that release date until that say that Sunday to come in with your receipt, and there was a code on it. And you would get the full credit back for that game if you, if you didn't like it. Okay, so y'all are open mm -hmm. game to game because you're yeah. yourself as a company could easily just see what's going on. And if it, yeah, yeah, this is a valid thing that's happening. Okay, well, yeah. If, let me, if the game's just not good in general, like, you know, they're, they're just no, like Cyberpunk was a very good, that example yeah, yeah. is 100% just, it was sloppy. You know, they're not just making up some stuff and you know, there's yeah. some validity mm -hmm. to what they're trying to do and, and you can work with them. Yeah, I got the game when it came out five minutes. I drove, I was driving and just fell through the map, and I haven't played it since it came out. <laughs> what what so, was that on? What did you buy it on? I mean, I, it was it was Series X. Like, I have the, you know, wow. Series X version, um, but it's just one of those things. That's, it's an isolated incident, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait for the next-gen update and maybe. No, there was a lot of bugs. Even on my computer, yeah. I was having some issues. It wasn't enough that I didn't still enjoy the game, but I'd be lying. Anyone who says, I played through the whole game, I had no issues. I'm like, you're lying. They're lying. Um, yeah, you're, you're I, lying. I played through it, and no I had issues. probably realistically 100 issues, but it just, right. I just liked it so much. and I really yeah. enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. A lot of them were small things. A lot of them were bigger things. Like, every time I played, I have this thing where, let's say Tim calls me. 
hey, Rudy, what's going on? I'm like, and then my character starts speaking back. And then Josh calls me. And then they're both talking. That happened to me frequently. I was like, what the hell's going on here? I don't know yep. what these people are saying. So, yeah, yeah that anyway. was a pain. But I did like the game. But... We're really good at telling people, though, you need an Xbox Live to play this or you need internet to play this. Um, anytime somebody brings up Call of Duty to the counter, I'll tell them, you know, you, you have internet because if not, you're not really going to play this game because of all the patches <laughs> and updates. Right. Yeah, yeah, most right. of the time, they're they're really you know, happy that I told him instead of them getting home and having, like I said, having to turn around and come back. But we got to bounce here real soon. Do you got any just closing comments, anybody of anything GameStop related that? I mean, I enjoy my job. Um, obviously, I've been with the company two years. Um, I haven't had any bad experiences really to really hinder like my job. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taken care of pretty well by my district leader, my store leader, like communications there. That's great. Did you personally notice any difference whenever all of the stock market stuff happened? Did anything like was the store able to do more things than it wasn't able to prior? Did you notice any difference with that on a store? Not, not really. I just had a lot of people come in and ask, hey, did you have some stock? Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't have any. <laughs> like, you know, they think okay, me working so. there automatically was given a stock. And I was like, no, nah, I mean, if I was on normal, just okay, every mm-hmm. day in the store, it's the same sort of deal. Okay. But I had a, quite a few people come in and buy something just because they made money off of the stock, which was funny. I see. I see. I okay. was like, all right, cool. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing all that with us, man. That was interesting. Oh, yeah, man. Anytime. Yep. And then, um, yeah, we can have you on about like specific gaming topic. But I figured, hey, I, you're a GameStop employee. We can talk about GameStop for a minute. I've always wanted to. So I thought it was a good opportunity to do so. I'm all ears, you know, anytime. Uh, Destiny's always a good thing because I'm trying to get into that and I really want to play that. And yeah, man. I need to hit you up and and try to get into Destiny. Well, it's cross play now. It's cross play. Yep. It's free to yep. play. Don't hear no, I'm down. I'm down to jump. Don't want to hear no excuses, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel the bungee play again. You know, it's been since Halo Three. You know. You, anyway, all right. Sweet. Witch Queen comes out in February, and it feels like it's going to be the next Taken King, where it was like an actual good expansion to the game. So we'll see. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, I'll see you all guys. Right, man. All right, guys. See you later.